He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, guys, here we go. It's Tuesday. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. Welcome to the program. We got Tom here providing some history knowledge and just Tomisms. We got disco <laughs> punching buttons and we got a lot to cover. But before we do that, I got to start things off with some great news. Great news. Some of you longtime listeners know I'm not going to go all the way into the backlog of this story, although I am going to get a damn book out here at some point about it. But Shafi, who was my translator in Afghanistan, who we got out, amazing story. That's what the book will be. But we got out, have been going through this immigration journey, which is crazy. I'm learning all sorts of shit about our government and how fucked up the immigration system is. However, however, all that said, we got a win. We got a big win because he was granted asylum today. So we're pretty pumped around here. He gets to stay. We were going to keep him anyways, just to be clear. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. If this was pre-crime, uh, I'm letting you know, government, we were going to hide him. Uh, you let everyone else into the country. But he's now here legally uh, with that status. Still some things we got to go through to, to get done for him. But, man, uh, really good news. Some of you uh, who have been a part of the Drew crew for a long, long time know the whole backstory and know what a big deal this is. So we're really excited for him. Um, a lot of prayers answered. Right? A lot of yeah. prayers answered. So great news. Great news today. We're live right now on Roku. We're live on Amazon Fire TV. We're going to be on Apple TV and Samsung soon. So check that out. Make sure that you search RVM or the RVM network and find that. There's so many ways, increasing amount of ways to watch RVM programming, which is great news for everyone. Uh, we're excited about that. We'll keep you posted as some of the new stuff comes through. Coming up in today's show, though. As a tease, we've got more than what I'm about to say here, but we've got testimony coming on Biden this week that is set to directly tie Joe to Hunter Steele's. Now, we've heard that and we're aware of that before, but there's more. And what seems to be pretty consequential testimony coming. We've got Trump indictment looming. The whole the whole Jack Smith special invest. It's supposed to happen this week. Some suggested it could even happen today, could happen during our show, could happen later in the week, might not happen at all. But it's well, it might not happen this week, I should say it is going to happen. So that's coming. We've got RFK who slammed the Biden administration and their use of federal agencies to get involved in metal on social media platforms. We're going to talk about that. Israel on the brink of civil war. Things are pretty tense over there. Now, to keep, keep in mind, it's always pretty tense over there, but it's pretty damn tense right now. We're going to talk about that. And remember that organization, the World Health Organization, the WHO, they say there's a new, more deadly variant coming, and you know what's going to come with that. There's a lot to unpack on that. We got Obama's chef who's dead. We've got all sorts of stuff that we're going to get into today. That all starts now. But before we get into that, guys, Biden has unrolled this new dangerous plan for a digital dollar in America. Biden is the, the, the face of it. He's not done anything. He's not even with us. But, but you've got Biden and the Biden administration who are being handled by some sick people. And they are implementing this new digital dollar as we speak. And it will affect you. It's going to affect all of us. It's going to affect your hard-earned savings, those 401ks, those IRAs. Be smart. Don't get caught off guard with it. We tell you about it every day. Your hard-earned dollars are at risk if you're not paying attention. But there is a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar, and you can do so just in time with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. 
All you have to do is contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how you can safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver. All you got to do is call 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right. It's 833-287-2465. Or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Whatever suits your fancy, but do me a favor. Don't miss out on this opportunity. This is a free chance to have a conversation with someone who understands what's happening, understands what's coming, and understands how to protect your wealth. Do it. Call these people. Call American Alternative Assets, 833-287-2465 again, or visit protectfrombiden.com. You're welcome. So Joe Biden's corruption. Let's talk Biden here. His corruption is so obvious that even O.J. Simpson is embarrassed by the amount of evidence piling up against the Biden family. And let's, speaking of Biden, we've seen some great exchanges between him and Peter Ducey. Let's jump in the way back machine. Let's go, let's go to 2020 and watch this interaction between Peter Ducey and the angry rutabaga that eventually became president. Take a look. I've never spoken to my son about And so how do you know? Let's, let's talk, you know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. So three years ago, that was Joe. His brain has rotted so quickly since then. He was corrupt and awful then, just like he's corrupt and awful now. But man, it's a different version of him. But all this comes up because you've got Hunter Biden's former business partner, Devin Archer, who's set to testify this week that Joe Biden was deeply, deeply involved with Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings, attending meetings both over the phone as well as in person. Not not great for old Joe. But despite all the growing evidence, Biden is still lying to the American people, claiming that he never spoke to his son about these business deals, which is remarkable in the face of such a huge pile of evidence that continues to mount. But Archer will confirm a meeting Hunter Biden set up with senior Burisma executive Vadim Pozharsky, who urgently approached Hunter. Hunter then called his father on a speakerphone and introduced him to the Ukrainians. Archer will also confirm how Joe Biden was used as leverage during a meeting between Pozharsky and Russian billionaire Yelena Baterina and her husband, who was the former Moscow mayor, Yuri Lushkov. There's a lot that's going to come out with this. And this is a really significant deal, is it not, Tom? Now, I'm not saying that something is going to happen because of <laughs> Devin Archer's testimony, but there is a lot of, of information that in a normal world would be extremely damning to a sitting president or anyone, for that matter. Yeah, all this information is coming out, and you're beginning to see the big picture of what happened during Trump's years in office, the uh, Biden corruption ties that they had around the world, but namely, in this case, Ukraine— and it's all leading back to that phone call that Trump had with Zelensky. Trump's phone call with Zelensky is significant in the fact that he, Trump, was urging Zelensky to reopen that investigation because Trump knew that there was something going on with Hunter Biden and Burisma. We all knew that was going on. 
And that's the moment that the match was lit by vodka granny to start the impeachment process against President Trump to to deflect any kind of any kind of bad news surrounding the Biden family, anything that would implicate them into dirty dealings leading up to the election. Yeah. Yeah. And period. And, and man, did they rush that through like they did. The second one as well. It was again. Pelosi gets two impeachments on her record. There had been two in the history of the United States. Vodka Granny and Nancy Pelosi got two in in a short window of time. But but you're right. I mean that's 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 what it, that's what it comes back to. You've got this this super damning information that's going to come out. There's been tons more by Bobolinsky by all these other folks, and nothing has been done. I tell you what, folks. If you have have sit back and even paid remote attention to all the things this family has done, all the dirt that has thus been provided on this family, evidence that's just right there in front of you, and then you see how nothing is done and you walk away and somehow still have positive thoughts about the Biden family, about the direction of our country. That, this right here is enough to really, really disenfranchise some people. And it has. It's a disenfranchised a lot of people. But there's still some people who, who just brush past this like, well, you know. They look at it as a necessary evil because they hated Trump so much that no matter how many crimes or how many pay-to-play schemes that Joe Biden himself was involved with as a senator or vice president of the United States, they're willing to forgive that and ignore it. Well, willing to have forgiven that and ignored it to get Trump out of the White House. And they're the same people who despise Trump so much that— they were willing to let communism take a larger hold on the United States because they hated him so much. Yeah. That's deep-seated, deep-rooted hatred. If you if if you hate one person so much that you'd rather be a communist, right? That your your mind is totally blown, and it's the whole Trump derangement syndrome. It's like, and for a lot of these people. No matter how much shaking that we do to them to ha get want them to come to their senses, they will never come to their senses because they still hate him that much. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It, it is. It's, it's remarkable that you're willing to give up country, a country, your freedom, your kids' freedom. And, and what was the greatest experiment of all time because you hate someone. And in most cases, the, the people who hate him and hate him that much, they don't even really understand why they hate him. I mean, be honest with yourself, right? <laughs> If you're, if you're one of those people who, I, I, I hate Donald Trump, man, he's the worst thing that's ever happened. Okay. But other than the mean tweets and some stuff like that, why do you really hate him? And, we're, and this is coming from a show that's not some super MAGA, you know, all in on Trump kind of a, a mindset. I love the guy. I love the guy. I think he did amazing stuff for our country. But, but that's besides the point. The question is this, why do you really hate him? Most of you can't answer that. It's because you were told to hate him. You were fed a fucking shit ton of lies about him and he was slandered more than any person in the history of, of the United States of America and and you just bought into it like of course they wouldn't lie to us that's what it is at the end of the day you're lazy you're uninformed and you're just not very smart and that's how you landed where you are that that and that's how you're landing us where we collectively are as a country and it's it's not good man it's it is it is so short-sighted to think the decision you made and have made frequently on this guy are going to benefit you in this country long term. Man, that is so dumb.
So dumb. Okay, real quick. Going to get to the question of the day here in a second. But lots of chatter, lots of congrats. Um, people excited about Shafi right now. Um, that's great. Lots of questions. Jill asked about his family. Unfortunately, there's 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 a lot to unpack with that, Jill. It's it's. Um, I'm not going to take us down that road right now. But we're going to celebrate the victory we got today because it is massive. There's a path a path forward for certain family members that are still living. Obviously, some of his other family members were killed by the Taliban. Um, so there's, it, it's, it still remains complicated, but it's great, and I appreciate all of your well wishes. He's here uh, in the other studio right now working on some stuff. Not going to bring him on just for, for protecting his, his remaining family members over there who are still uh, under attack and, and uh, connected to him. So there's, there's, there's some security concerns there. But, man, super excited about this really good news really appreciate you guys you guys and your support throughout the time and, and then all of your well wishes now let's get to question of the day which goes back to joe biden what we were just talking about and it is this will joe biden be the democrat nominee there's a lot of of concerns about his health i think we've done this question before but i think it's a relevant question again a lot of concerns about his health new testimony coming out this week from devin archer Plenty of other stuff. Just the fact that Hunter Biden alone is his son, and he keeps saying he's proud of him, which is even all the more concerning. So the question is this. Do you think Joe Biden will be the Democrat nominee in 2024? Let us know. We'll send, we'll uh, give you our responses as well. We'll also get into the whole Trump indictment thing. We're going to talk more specifically, less, less about the Trump indictment, which is going to come, and more about Jack Smith and who's behind the indictment, because I think that's important. I think it's, un it's important to understand who this guy who's leading the special counsel is and how things have gone in the past with him. We'll talk about all that on the other side. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. All right, here we go, friends. Please hit that like button as we come back to the program. Hit that like button. Make sure that you are subscribed on the platform you're watching. That could be Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever the hell it's called. All of those places and more. 
Give us a review if you're on Roku, Amazon, any of those places as well. Uh, and continue engaging in the chat. Reminder, the question of the day was this. Do you think Joe Biden will be the Democrat nominee in 2024? Let us know your responses. We will get into ours as well. Barb says, no, I hope not. Hope not anyway. Debbie says, no. Feather, uh, Jackie says, no. Judy, don't think so. Jill, no. No, says Texas Panhandle. No, he's too much of a liability, says Carolyn. Um, uh, what do you guys think as responses continue to pour in? So far, it's leaning towards no. <laughs> I would have to go with no, but I will issue this one caveat to it. If the Democrats can figure out some way to come up with Joe Biden AI and also have, just have the body there, but the Joe Biden AI of him in his 40s or 50s as a senator who will be making the de the decisions that a president would make after hearing advice from uh his advisors and you know joint chiefs of staff or whoever i think that would be enough for democrats to say okay even though he's drooling in a wheelchair we're going to be getting this joe who's going to go to all the events but the decision-making, Joe, is going to be the one that we all liked from the 1990s. That's the only way that I could see him being the nominee. Robot Biden. Yeah. I know that it's not going to be Marianne Williamson or RFK. So that leaves the big question. I know it's not going to be Kamala either. My gut feeling, it's going to be Gavin Newsom. But I believe that if Trump doesn't can avoid going to prison and keeps rising in the polls— that they're they're gonna push the button for Michelle Obama, <laughs> the abort button. <laughs> I think to they're Obama. have to at that point. Um, I, if he can, if yeah, I, I think so too. Because because before Joe was able to, and Joe obviously there was a lot of fraud and, and issues with the election that that happened. But before you had the he's not Trump. And the independents and the soccer moms and some of them voted for him because of that. Or they sat out altogether, which which still gave him, you know, some help. Again, I understand that there was more going on behind the scenes. That That's obvious. I think everyone is, is on the same page with that. But the, the, but the actual voters of the of the real life human voters, you you had people who said, I don't like this guy over here. So I'm going to vote for him because he seems a little bit better. He's not or essentially he's not him. He's not Trump. That that's that's what happened there. Those people now are disenfranchised and disappointed in Joe, frustrated with his health, frustrated with his policies, all of that stuff. So he doesn't have that 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 base in the first place. So all that to say it has to be someone else. The only one who can in 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 a fair fight, fair ish fight. Let's be honest. It's 2023 fair ish fight once or in, and, and it would be next year. So 2024 would be Michelle against Trump. <clears throat> and and as, as I've said before, and I know a lot of people don't like it, I got a lot of hate mail over it last time I said it, and I'll say it again. If Michelle want, runs, Michelle wins. Uh, that's just, that's how I view it. You can view it differently. That's what's great about America. But I, th I think if Michelle runs, Michelle wins. And I hate that. I think it's fucking awful for our country if that's the situation. But that's where it is. I haven't given my response yet. Let's get discussed. As, you know, if you rewind the clock before 
Marion Williamson, RFK kind of threw their hat in the ring. They were behind him. They kind of came in. Then all of a sudden we started seeing the press turn on Biden. And then you're like, ooh, what's going on? But now they've realized they can't really control RFK and what he's going to say and what he does. And now I feel like they're retracting everything. I saw a thing uh, this morning with Tom on the news. It was, oh, he's using the short stairs now, and he hasn't tripped. And like now they're making him look better. They're trying to make him look better. They're bra- they're br- they were bragging about the White House is bragging about the fact that Biden is so old that he has to take short stairs to get up to Air Force One. And they're saying it's a good thing he hasn't tripped up those. Yeah, they're putting a total positive spin on it. <laughs> Where the whole idea of that grand staircase, here he is, the leader of the free world, getting on to the most gorgeous airplane that has ever been created by a country and giving a you know a warm farewell goodbye as he gets on board to represent the rest of us around the world. And it's he's reduced to... Going in in the alley in the in the door where the toilets are, are flushed. Yeah, <laughs> but, but so <laughs> so for me, I think it's right now they're probably pushing to try to have him on there. But I think as he gets older and as as this year is going to finally progress and everything, I think he's going to get pushed off. And so I w- would have to say no. But there's a it's like if it's a magic eight ball, like signs point to no. <laughs> like it it is. A, they're saying there's still a chance he could be on the ticket. Okay. I'm going no to I, I, I my my only reservation, as I've said before, is I think that he is a very useful pawn. The problem is, is he's such a liability that even though they don't mind, they the, the Democrats don't mind spitting in the face of everyday Americans and saying, yeah, he's our useful idiot. Just shut up and deal with it. It's gotten so bad now that that I think that they can find another useful idiot that will do their bidding. And, and there's plenty of people who are. In the eyes of dumb Americans, which there are a lot of, there's 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 some people that are interesting enough that would be better useful idiots for them. So I'm going to go no as well. Um, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Michelle says the truth hurts, Drew, but you're right. I, I, I hate the truth in this case, but I, I do think if Michelle wins, the amount of people who watch daytime television and, and just think that the Obamas are so great and that she's so fun and so interesting— uh, I think that that's that's almost an impossible one to beat. And if they're smart, they get that. I I, I don't know how smart they. I mean, they're they're strategic. So, but we'll see. We'll see where it all goes. Speaking of Shell, by the way, I'm glad you're here, Shell. Make sure, guys, RVM Network. We've got Shell shocked. The Twitter space. I feel like we're promoting X like space. Whatever the X space. <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm not used to this. I'm just gonna keep calling you out on it the, until you it, get it. <laughs> it's like the first few days of January when you're having to write the date. The newest yeah. year. You're like it's still 2022. No, it's 23. Back when we used to write checks. Oh, it's a new year. Now we don't even do that shit. And and uh, and, and I still write checks. You don't write checks? Hardly ever. Okay. Hardly right. ever. This company does not own a checkbook. Well, thanks for letting everyone know. Yeah, so we don't we don't do that. You know what? It's funny you mentioned that because the only time that I have to write checks is when it pertains to the government, the private sector. I I can't remember the last time that I wrote a check to somebody in the private sector, whether it be a yeah, an individual or or a business. But the government, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just how it goes. That's how it goes. Anyways, shell shocked. Shell and cat. Do an awesome job hosting a space. That space will be this week. We got Dominic Izzo coming on. There'll be great chatting, great get great learning, great engagement over there. It'll be on X. You happy? It'll be on X. <laughs> X spaces. Twitter, which everyone else knows it as. It'll be on X 
uh, this week. So check it out. It'll be a good time. We'll get more information to you as we get closer. Seems a little bitter. But let's get there. I'm a bitter person, okay? I'm a bitter person. I was watching, you know, I'm watching a new show last night. I'm texting you guys as it's happening. And I I made the mistake of saying <laughs> saying something wrong at the house. Didn't end, you know, badly because my wife is is literally a saint. She has to be. She's married to me. <laughs> um, but I'm watching the new show Lioness by Taylor Sheridan. Is it know, good? Ye Yellowstone. All it's amazing. I fucking told you that last night. It's amazing. It's a great. Sorry, show. there was a lot of other text that happened, so yeah. probably got buried in the weeds. It's a great show. It's it's so far it's a great show. I'm only a couple episodes in. It could end up being awful, but it's. So far, it's off to a great start, and I, I was I was bitter to use your works. Like, man, my old life was so much more interesting. I was like, this life is boring, <laughs> and my wife is like, excuse me, pardon me, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. I'm just gonna go. I'll I'll be out here. Uh, <laughs> you slept on the couch. I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't because again, I have a very gracious and loving <laughs> wife um, <laughs> who put up with me being gone for nine months out of the year for 15. You'll years, probably see the payback tonight. That's probably what happened. Yeah, maybe. The it, is, it is a good show though. Taylor Sheridan is the boss, man. He does good stuff, and this show's great, and it deals with my old people. Um, and uh, so far, it's really interesting. Okay, let's talk about the story that we were supposed to talk about this this segment that's almost over. <laughs> it's actually, it's over. It's, it's 30. Just shut up, all right? Um, <laughs> so you've got DNC legal hitman and unscrupulous political assassin Jack Smith, who is rumored to be, and we all know that it's not really even a rumor at this point, right? Like, it's he's going to charge Trump. He's going to indict him yet again. Not, not yet again for him, but yet again for Trump. And, and this time with conspiracy against rights charges. Mm. And this, th just for some perspective, this charge is a crime for two or more people to, quote, injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate anyone with intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege the person enjoys under the U.S. Constitution. You guys, this, this charge was created to go, you know what it was created to go after? This is this is just a little educational tidbit for you, okay? Because everyone's going to talk about Trump, Trump getting indicted again, and how frustrating it is, and all those things are true. You should do that. But this charge right here was created to go after Democrat Klansmen who were terrorizing and murdering black citizens. It's nothing more than a communist talking point to link Trump, January 6th, the Republican Party writ large, all of that with racism. And it really, I mean, it seems like a desperate move by Smith to decide on such a broad and undefinable charge, such an old, old school charge, an old school crime. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But it also makes sense because as this indictment looms, it's important that we understand who Jack Smith is. We all know he's a douche nozzle. Just look at his face. But, but he has a long and dubious career of judicial reprimands for unprofessional behavior. He went after former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald, got a conviction only to be overturned by the Supreme Court. He also investigated disgraced Democrat senator and vice presidential candidate John Edwards. Remember Edwards? For corruption. That case was thrown out. His team, Smith, his team, did successfully prosecute Republican Rick Renzi, who was convicted in 2013 for extortion, bribery, insurance fraud, money laundering, and racketeering. And the DOJ said the evidence at the trial showed the congressman promised in 2005 to use his legislative influence to profit from a federal land exchange that involved property owned by real estate investor James Sandin. 
Renzi was then convicted on 17 counts and sentenced to 36 months in prison in 2013. Keep in mind who he is. You got to see a pattern with this, right? Who's who? Who's who's Renzi associated with? Republicans. Anyways, we'll come back to finally the granddaddy case. Renzi was pardoned eventually. He was pardoned, but but in terms of. He got he got that initial victory, right? Right. That's the pattern you're going to see. That's the pattern you're going to see. And finally, the grand, granddaddy case of them all. You had Democrat senator, lover of young Dominican girls, Bob Menendez, who, according to allegations in the indictment between January 2006 and January 2013, Menendez accepted close to one million dollars worth of lavish gifts and campaign contributions from the Sal, from Salomon Melgan in exchange for using power of the power of his Senate office to influence the outcome of outgoing or ongoing contractual and medical uh, Medicare billing disputes worth tens of millions of dollars to Melgan and to support the visa applications of several of Melgan's young girlfriends. So Smith, all that to say, you've got all these different cases. But when you step back and look at it, Smith has a outstanding record for guilty verdicts against... Republicans, but a very dismal record <laughs> for guilty verdicts against Democrats. Uh, the, the, the Melgan one is the one that disturbs me the most, that he went after him, because I, I got to dig a little bit deeper into it, but the last sentence that you read about providing uh, um, visa applications— Yeah, for the girlfriend. Yeah. For the young girlfriends. Right. Those young girls were from the Caribbean— so I, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be an Epstein connection in all of this because I know Melgan's from the South Florida area. So right. all, all these Democrats, all of these— You would think. Yeah. I mean, that's—it just seems like everything is lining up that way. And for him to bungle that case, because if he gets a conviction on Mende, <coughs> Menende, or Mendez, everything comes toppling down at that point. So he deliberately had to, had to throw that case, which I believe that he did. That makes sense. That makes sense. And that's how they work, right? I mean, the Democrat Party is an organized crime syndicate. Jack Smith, in this case, is just one of their consigliaries. I mean, he, he, these, these, these cases get thrown out. These cases get prosecuted. You see the pattern of, of, of who ends up on the receiving end of what, and it, it starts to all make a whole lot of sense. Um, but we got to take a break. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a Democrat who— the Democrats hate. We're going to talk about RFK, who slammed the Biden administration over their infringement, involvement, whatever word you want to use as it pertains to social media. We're going to talk about that after the break. Stick around. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. 
guys, where are the, uh, where are the scripts? You're cold. I'm cold. You're cold. You're freezing. You're cold. Oh, I'm You're cold. You're freezing. You're cold. Alaska cold. Ice. Ice cubes. Cold. Warming. Warmer. 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 Cold. Colder. Warmer. 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 You're on fire! Oh, you're hot! You're so hot! It is you're so hot! Seriously? Okay, welcome back. Let's keep going here. And let's talk RFK. Let's talk Democrat Party. Because like an, like a, I don't know, a morning eye booger that can't be removed. You got presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who continues to speak out against social media censorship. Here he was speaking with Maria Bartiromo. Let's take a look. Is this the right clip? Doesn't look like it. Nope. Here it is. Sorry. There it is. <laughs> the alarming thing that's come out in Judge Jody's decision, this is a uh, federal district judge, just issued a 155-page decision forbidding the, the White House from having any contact with social media companies because it abused those that it abused those contacts so badly over the past three years. What we now know is that the the White House had deployed an army of federal agencies, including the CIA, the FBI, the, uh, the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, the IRS, and many others, to threaten Facebook, Google, and, uh, and Twitter with withdrawing their Section 230 immunity, which is an existential threat. Those con con companies cannot exist without that immunity. And they were told that if they did not censor the president's opponents, critics of these policies, that they would lose that immunity. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, th th there is this it network is in- unbelievable, Maria. You Italian alabaster. I don't, I don't really have any feelings for Maria, but I just, I, th what he's asserting is that our government was threatening private companies to censor Americans. That's what you that's what you just heard there. That's what a lot of us have experienced as well. And the more he talks about social media censorship, the more attention he brings to FBI working with those platforms to censor unapproved government content. The security state, they are losing control of their secrecy. Their plans are becoming... There's no look. I think there are some that are blown out of proportion, exacerbated, you know, exaggerated. Excuse me, all of that. But, but there, the the brass tacks here shows that there's a lot of things that are getting out into the open, and as a result of that, they're going to have to find ways to clamp down harder because they can't have that. You can't when you've done that much wrong. You can't just be like, okay, we're about to get exposed. Let's just sit back and take it. No, 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 no. You got to double down. It's like liars, right? When you you're caught in a lie, you what do you do? Most yeah. people tell another one. You tell another, another one, one, and then you get stacked up, and then all of a sudden, you're so fucked up in the head because you've told so many. It's like I don't even remember my name. It's weird. Try having lots of aliases. It, it gets even weirder. But but this is what's happening. They're going to clamp down further, and you've got the bureau. The bureau. Let's use the bureau, right? Because no one likes the bureau. 
and you've got their command staff. They're acting like criminal kingpins, trying to avoid jail time by pulling out all the stops to frame other people with different crimes to change the narrative of their own duplicitous guilt. That's that's what we're seeing and what we're experiencing. Yeah, and the, with me, the my takeaway from this is you have the FBI, what was his name, Elvis Chan, who was running the uh, office in San Francisco that had, he had an office at Twitter, yeah. <laughs> along, and then had 60 case agents working with the folks at Twitter. The problem that I see with the way the FBI did this is when you have a tight-knit organization like the FBI that in, you know, investigates crimes and they all work together, in this instance— they had to go into the private sector and start pulling people in. Yeah. Well, those people in the private sector have nothing to gain by telling their friends or and their family about what they're doing or telling reporters what the FBI had had them do because the FBI, their, their circle has gotten so wide that it has civilians in it now. And civilians aren't going to be like, no, no, no. I'm not lying for you. Some of them at Twitter will, and we, as we saw when right. they got called in front of these uh, committee hearings, where they were pretty, they were pretty upfront about lying and you know and censoring everybody. But I just feel like with the FBI, when they start bringing in civilians into their lies, it's it, you're it, it, lying is bad. But when you're a law enforcement agency bringing in people who aren't connected in any way with you. And I'm not saying it's okay for law enforcement to lie, but what I'm saying is that brings it to a whole new level now. Now that you're involving civilians to perpetrate your lie, it's sickening and just disgusting on the FBI's part. Yeah. Well, and it obviously also introduces significant points of failure um, uh, just just because that's not the world that these people live in. But, I mean, it, I mean here's the thing. Here, here, we've, we've said this before. Here, here's why RFK Jr. becomes more compelling to the everyday American. I'm not saying I would vote for him. I wouldn't. But he keeps calling out the security state. He keeps calling out permanent Washington, dating back to his uncle, yes, but also, more importantly, today, and saying, here's who they are, here's what they're doing, and you know what the Democrat Party, who runs the security state's doing? They're flipping the fuck out. They're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> This guy is a huge threat. We have to do something immediately. And it starts with, even though he's more populous, or popular than the guy that we're, we're managing and running right now on, on the left, we need to make sure that he doesn't become the guy. Because like Trump, he will absolutely call us out and say, here's all the things that are wrong. And he's done that. And, and those are some of the points that he's running on I stand firmly behind. I mean, there's some things that RFK Jr. says, oh, as hard as it is to listen to him talk, and that's not me criticizing him. It's not his fault. There's some things he says that's like, I'm 100% in lockstep with you on that. 100%. And then there's other things he says, I couldn't be more, more in, in disagreement with you on that particular issue. And that's, that, that's actually not a bad thing, but like it, it's just remarkable how many waves he has caused and how much he's rocking the boat there and how I mean, he's he's a Democrat. The problem is, is he's an old school Democrat and old school Democrats are like dinosaurs these days. You just don't see them or find them anymore. They've moved so far past him and they loathe him. And it's it's just a fascinating thing to watch. You can tell how much they loathe him by how much they isolate him, mock him and ridicule them. 
And those those three elements are classic bullying techniques. And Democrats are so good at it. Republicans, rhinos are pretty good at it too, but Democrats, it's impressive how good they're at, at it. And the way that they were able to turn on him, whose uncle and dad are legendary. Right. And his uncle, uh, Edward, Ted, who... Uh, the lion of the Senate, who more than likely, if he wouldn't have let Mary Jo Kopechny die and then lie about it, then have the media and law enforcement cover for him, he probably would have been president one day. Yeah. And for them to turn as quickly and succinctly and in unison as they all have done is remarkable and shows you they have no tolerance for any other diversity of opinion other than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Side point, and all you said is he, Ted Kennedy would have probably likely been at some point in the White House. Oh, I, I have no doubt. If, yeah. if Chappaquiddick doesn't happen, he would have been a president of the United States. He probably, I think he would have uh, been in instead of Carter. Yeah. Well, and Loeb, I mean, you could have been better than Carter. I mean, well, it's he, a low bar. He, well, that uh, Chappaquiddick happened, what, in 69? So he may have beaten Nixon. They could have put him up against Nixon for Nixon's re-election. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, I do know it's time for a commercial break. We're going to take one. When we come back, we've got Putin. Where There's all this discussion about the digital dollar, right? There's digital dollar coming here, being implemented in America. You should be scared shitless out of that. You've got it being introduced on the global scale. Well, Russia's doing it, too. They're introducing the digital ruble. We will discuss that do a little compare and contrast. That's coming up. Stay with us. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Let's do it. Let's keep going. Wait a second. Are you eating a cookie? I had some cashews. <laughs> okay. Like we have cookies in here? It was the, it was the, uh, <laughs> the third block, you know, post post third block little snack, which has never been a thing. Uh, it is now. It is now. As you eat live. Uh, you know, 
He's just crunching. Sometimes the commercial breaks are shorter than others. So uh, Chappaquiddick, July 18th, 1969. Mm. So last year was the 54th anniversary. Okay. So that would have been Nixon's re-election yeah. in 72. And that would have been an interesting race were he not a murderer. Fast forward to today, by the way, side point. I think, I think you can murder someone and still run. Nowadays, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the world has changed that much. That it clearly isn't a disqualifier now. No, no, totally. Or you could be like the Clintons, and you could be in office in murdering people, and it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do whatever you want. It's twenty twenty three. It's America. It's it's new America. It's not the Bidens. We still don't know about Seth Rich. Right. Someone does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that even means. I'm sorry that I did that. Uh, so some exciting news from Russia. Hunter Biden can now use a digital ruble to pay for prostitutes and sex club memberships. Oh, hey. So much more convenient if you're into that kind of thing. I say that because on Monday yesterday, Russian President Vladimir Putin approved legislation regarding the implementation of the digital ruble, which will take effect on August 1st. So they are speeding this thing through. The digital ruble will be introduced alongside Russia's traditional paper ruble, and users will have the option to conduct transactions using the digital ruble through a newly established electronic platform operated by the Bank of Russia. In a recent announcement, the Bank of Russia revealed its intention to commence a pilot project involving the use of the real digital rubles in August, which is when it is, in fact, rolling out. So you look at this, there's all this conversation of digital dollars, you know, central bank digital currencies across the planet. And and then you look at Russia and, and you look at Putin specifically. Putin needs the control for the digital ruble, but he also needs the paper ruble for the black market transactions that take place in Russia. I mean, question here, and this this is what matters for all of this across the board, not just in Russia. It matters for us. It matters for name a country who's dealing with with digital currency. And and this should be where you, this should be your first question, also by the way, because some of you. Maybe not in this audience, but some of you are going to fall for it. You're going to fall for the convenience of it all. Barb says cashews are good for you. They are. It's a good fat. It's a good protein. Uh, but the question is this. Who, who gets to set the worth of digital currency? And is it subject to your buying patterns? Is it subject to your personal history, to your personal views and beliefs? That's that. I mean, we have, before we all get into this, which we're being forced into it now. That has to be the question that's asked. And no one really seems to ever ask that question. Oh, this seems more convenient. I can just do it here. Everything's digital. Everything is like, that's how they look at it. And no one asked the questions about why is my dollar down? Why why is my dollar less than your dollar? Who? Wait, hold on. Who's deciding what my dollar's actually worth? No one, is, no one is having that conversation. We are. We do all the time. But no one collectively is having that conversation. And I find that to be extremely concerning. It's very concerning, especially when the media is, the media is supposed to hold the government and, and bureaucrats accountable for the decision-making process. They're not asking in the questions. So if the media is not asking any sort of questions— that leads me to believe that this is going to be a bad deal for all of us. And when you get to the the uh, topic that you were talking about of who decides on what the value of the dollar is worth, 
we're we're entering a phase when it comes to the the Democrats and their belief system is you have to live your life in a certain way according to ESG. The ESG score is going to be if that gets implemented, it's going to have a, a direct effect on the value of your money once we go to a digital currency. So, in in my circumstance, I don't have a hybrid or an EV. I happen to have a classic vehicle uh it's 10 plus years old and i really enjoy <laughs> driving it just because it's cool and it, it's great you got a yeah. great car and you don't have any air conditioning which which we uh, yeah i know which is totally fine with me but not fine with my wife uh it probably not fine with most wives having a vehicle <laughs> with no ac in it but it, that will affect my esg score and that technically would lower the the value of the money that i have in my account and you're absolutely correct we there is no transparency given to the citizens of the united states of exactly how this is going to work no there's not and 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 people look at it and again there's this naivety that goes along with america and you and it could be on any issue and you look at it and they say well but no our it's my money. It's a million dollars is worth a million dollars. No. And it's or it's my decision or it's my it's my freedom or th- look at how many things and let's just go back to covid, right? And you say they would never do x. They would never do y. They would never do z. They did x, they did y, they did z. <clears throat> Shit, they made up new letters. And they took things so far down that path where your freedoms were were stripped and or at least changed in so many ways. So to think that they would never do this and it wouldn't be like Tom's dollars less than my dollar or Tom, you're not allowed to buy this anymore or Tom, you've hit your quota. What world have you been paying attention to? That That is where the concerns are. Don't, don't ever, I don't understand how anyone gives the government so much free reign over anything. And, and thus, one of the big divides in our culture and, and, and in how we look at the world and how we do things. But I don't want these guys involved in anything. No. Well, we saw during the COVID lockdowns up in Canada with uh, cold weather Castro's baby freezing the truckers' bank accounts. Now, just imagine if that was a digital currency that they were freezing. They could have just they, they could have emptied the truckers' accounts instead mm-hmm. of just freezing them. So at least when they were unfrozen, they still had money to go after. We're talking a situation now where you're giving government control of taking your money. And I know that the IRS has control. If you owe them money, they can go in and just empty your bank account. But this, the government emptying your bank account for you driving the wrong car, you own too many guns, you own a boat, What's going to happen once we go all electric? Are we going all electric boats too? And if you have a gas-powered boat, uh, you know, is that going to affect your ESG score? (laughs) Gosh, can you imagine? I mean, uh, if if and they're they're in effect to a a certain degree now. I was going to say, can you imagine if they go into effect? They they're starting now. But can you imagine if we progress to the point where that that weighs in like your credit score does now? in terms of finances, I just can't even imagine how bad my social credit score would be (laughs) with the amount of guns that I own, everything that I say on a daily basis. 
boats, cars, all of that stuff. Like I just, and, and, and I'm not just saying me, like it, we collectively, most everyday Americans would be in a lot of trouble. Oh, a lot of trouble. I feel like this whole slippery slope started with the government peering more and more into your personal life. When my kids were little and I was still married to my ex-wife and I took them to the doctor for a checkup and the nurse came in, was reading off questions about their medical history. And then part of the questionnaire that she was reading, she said, are there any guns in the house? And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. What's the point of the? What's the point of this question? Yeah. How is this relevant? And of course, as Democrats, how is it relevant? Well, it ties in with, with the health of your children because you know studies show that if there's a firearm in the house, you're more likely to be injured by that firearm. I said, well, we have a pool, so my kids are probably <laughs> more likely to be injured you know, around the pool. Just right. it, it didn't make any sense. And from there, the slippery slope to me began with the government creeping in on your privacy. Yeah. Well, and 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 sadly, it, <laughs> hot tamale. Or Shell says it all started with you can keep your doctor. Um, yeah. yeah, or Ginger, they'd never force a vax to keep your job. These these people are so sick. They're so twisted, so sadistic. And unless you understand that they want to fundamentally tear down and destroy our country to build it back up in a country that eliminates the middle class, puts all of us in this bin at the very, very bottom, and then they sit at the top with all the power with all the meat. They get all the fucking filet mignon and the cabernet. They get all of that stuff. They get the gas for their vehicles where we're stuck with nothing. Unless I but but still people think you're crazy saying that that's that's what's <laughs> going to happen. It's like, "No, that's not what's going to happen. That's what's happening. It's happening right now." And it's it's a bunch of small pricks that if you're not noticing, sometimes you don't notice you're getting eat at, you know, eaten by mosquitoes. They eat the shit out of me. They I don't know they just must love Nordic blood because it's all the lotion that you put on. I don't put any. Don't <laughs> Sometimes I have Shafi put lotion. Yeah. Whatever. It's, that's between us. Uh, but but people don't recognize this because it all it is. It's all these little pinpricks. But if you put them on paper, if you if you saw a bunch of little you know dotted pen marks on a piece of paper, you'd be like, that's a lot of de- that's it's, a lot of marks. It's called pointillism. Pointillism. That's the type of art. A lot okay. of dots. Yeah. Pointillism. Okay. So if you were into pointillism. You'd be like, is Whoa. that I say it right? <laughs> okay. You would, you would, you would see a massive. But the problem is, is everyone looks at each individual one. They're like, no, that's not a big deal. Yeah, they don't, right. they, they don't zoom out. Take, uh, you would have to go through all the things that we've talked about uh, as far as regulations go to realize what exactly is going on. But uh, pe- most people just don't have the bandwidth for it. And second of all. A lot of people are just really good-hearted and good-natured and don't believe that like my wife is excuse me is an example of this where it's hard for her to fathom that there are actually evil people walking amongst us every time that there's a crime story she's like what would possess somebody to act like this yeah. and the same can be said for politicians who are power hungry what would possess a group of people in Washington, D.C. or wherever else to force vaccinations on their own citizens who didn't want to get get them? Who, How could people go along with letting their government use them for medical experimentation? 
Yeah. And then, and the answer is a lot of these people think that the government is just this benevolent part, this benevolent system that's there to help them. And it's not. Right. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it never has been. No. The, the, the chief reason why we have government is to protect us. And they, they're very bad at protecting us. Yes. No, they really are. I mean, there's there's good people doing things to protect us on an individual level or a group level. But on the on the whole, they are awful at it. And, that, and that's what's so funny. I mean, we talk about this sometimes. We, we'll, we'll just do an episode sometime that's just based on this conversation. But everyone thinks that we live in this super free country. Comparatively speaking, we do. But it is not the free country where your vote matters like you think it does it, 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 that's just not reality and that's a that's a swift kick to the nuts or a punch in the boob whatever like it's just it's not fun to realize that but it we're we're just we're all a bunch of extras right and we're seen by the way as a bunch of extras and when people say i don't know what you're talking about with the open borders that's not happening the Biden regime just sued the state of Texas because they put those orange barriers in the water to keep people from crossing the Rio Grande. Yeah. If you don't think if someone if the federal government is suing a state because the state is trying to stem the tide of illegal immigration, who are the good guys? Right. No, I, <laughs> exactly. And thankfully, Texas is standing their ground saying, let's go to court, bitches, yeah. Like, because we're going to keep doing it. We're not going to cease and desist. We're not going to stop it, uh, which is the way that you do this. Okay, let's take a break. On the other side, uh, we're not the only country with problems. There's a lot of countries with problems. Israel and, and Palestine always have had problems. But Israel, internal to Israel, has a lot of problems right now. There's, there's a lot of tension going on there. There's concerns of a civil war. There's all sorts of things. We'll talk about it after this break. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. When I am 
bed and my pillow. My passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition My Pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks Let's go. Let's do hour two. We got two more hours, but let's do hour two now. And let's talk about Israel. Because you've got left-wingers in Israel who are taking to the streets to protest new judicial rules. Things have gotten intense, to say the least, there. And you have Israel's parliament, who yesterday approved the first major law in Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's plan to overhaul the country's judicial system, triggering a new burst a new round of mass protests and drawing accusations that he was pushing the country toward authoritarian rule. Well, you've, you've got the Histadrut, uh, I don't know how you say it right, uh, whatever, the Histadrut, Israel's main workers' union, who announced minutes after the Knesset's uh, vote on the first overhaul bill that it is starting the process of going on a general strike in the country. This process can take a few days. The medical workers' union announced 24-hour general strikes in all hospital medical institutions in the country starting on July 25th. So when, when you've got left-wing accusers out there saying conservatives are, are pushing authoritarian rule, like it is here, it's projection. It's a way to spin up their base. It's a, it's a reason, a justification for violent protest, which you are seeing. And the overhaul calls for sweeping changes aimed at curbing the powers of the judiciary, from limiting the Supreme Court's ability to challenge parliamentary decisions to changing the way that judges are selected. Netanyahu and his allies say the changes strengthen democracy by limiting the authority of unelected, unelected being a key word there, judges, and giving elected officials more powers over decision-making. Limiting the authority of unelected bureaucrats seems like a good thing, but in the mind of the true authoritarians, it's a bad thing because elected officials are beholden to the voters, which is how it's supposed to be. It's not a power grab by, by Netanyahu. It's a way to keep unelected officials in check when it comes to lawmaking. So what you're seeing there is, like again, like problems here in America— one side describes it one way. One side's just describing what it is. Right. And, and that, that's what's happening in Israel. Right. We, we saw that here. With, with what's going on with the with Biden administration and what they're trying to do in an effort to circumvent the Constitution, they are allowing different um, 
agencies, bureaucracies that we have to write regulations in place of going through the legislative process, which is what's happening in Israel. They're trying to take what Netanyahu's trying to do is make the appointment or the the decision making up leave the decision making up to elected officials right. instead of permanent bureaucrats. And that and that's exactly what we are turning into here with you know dumbass McCarthy and the debt ceiling bill taking out the Reigns Act. The Reigns Act would have stopped it. Well, would have would have stopped the process of our United States's uh, agencies being able to technically what they're doing is writing laws right without the authority but there's there's a uh, the, with the by the letter of what they're discussing yeah it allows them to do it right yeah they're they're coming up with rules but their rules make people felons <laughs> which to me should be a law should be voted on but or, or or the the law should be or the bill should be written by people who've been elected to go to Washington to create laws, right? Not some dipshit sitting behind a desk who is, is doing whatever Biden or Obama. Well, let's say Obama. We all know he's the one running the country right, right now, getting getting the uh, the lead the not the legislation but the rules put in place to make Americans more dependent on government and make more and more Americans criminals by criminalizing, like, the the best example is the pistol brace. By criminalizing people that own the pistol brace, you've made felon, felons out of, what, 40 million people or 20 million or who, you know, however many decided. Millions. Yeah, millions. Millions, yeah. That, that's the process, and they're going to keep doing that. Now that the RAINS Act is gone, unless if uh, any other sort of measure can be put in there to rein in these bureaucrats, from writing rules that turn into laws that circumvent the Constitution. Yeah. Well, and we saw this, too. I mean, that is the best example, and maybe I can relate to it, maybe not. Uh, but but you've, you've had CDC. You've had other people come out of the woodworks that most people didn't. I mean, they heard the acronym of the agency before, but didn't really know what they did, didn't really care about them. You probably still shouldn't. But, um, but actually, that's not true, because you should, because they, they're power-hungry, and, and they've been given power. But there's 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 these other organizations out there that have started to do the same thing where all of a sudden it's like, hold on, what's the new rule? Like, what are the new the new regs on this and, and how I'm in trouble? Why? What did I do? And who's who said I'm in trouble? They did. But by the power vested vested by the the people above them, they're essentially making it. And that, that, that is I mean, that's so true. The Reigns Act. There's so many failures. We could we could talk for 10 days straight about the failures in the debt ceiling negotiations. And we talked a lot about it. But that one is really one of the biggest one because the way that, and, and kudos to you, Democrats. I, I, I don't wanna say the Biden administration because like you just said, Tom, I don't think Joe Biden is running anything. I don't, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is still talking about Venn diagrams and no one even asked her about Venn diagrams. Have you, if, Stop Venn, Venn diagrams. I mean, I just, shut up. She just keeps creating Venn diagrams. She just keeps doing it. But <laughs> but none of us somehow fit in that, nor do any of the stories she's talking about. But the people controlling them have figured out how to. And I applaud this because I'm a loophole guy, too. I used to do the same thing overseas. What what are we allowed to do? You can't do this. OK, what are the rules? Let me see the rules. Uh, I found an opening. I found an opening and I'm going to exploit the shit out of that. 
That's what they're doing here. That's what they're doing to all of us. Let's not say that we're, we support this or we're pushing this through. I'm not going to sign an executive order. We're going to have these guys create something. We're going we're gonna to find a crazy-ass loophole, and then we're going to force it on everyone. And we're going to fucking take over the country. Like that, That's what they're doing. Yeah. We, we don't have to repeal any amendments. We don't have to go through the regular legislative process to get what we want. Because you know what? We can circumvent it. We can act like we love the Constitution and say, you know what? I'm a you know constitutional Democrat. I believe in you know the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and you know, go America. But you know what? In private, they're going, All right, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> to get around the First Amendment, we're gonna have the FBI work with big tech and social media. To get around the Second Amendment, ATF is going to come up with laws that's going to criminalize everything we don't like. Yeah. And so on down the line. And if you're them, this is the way. That, that's, that's how you do it. Because there's a lot of people who say, you know, let's go to the ATF thing. Okay, there's a lot of you out there who don't have a, a, a firearm with a pistol brace. You're like, okay, this doesn't, doesn't mean anything to me. Most of, uh, that's not most of you. Most of you are saying, I don't want anything infringed. Shall not be infringed means something to me. So whether I have this particular firearm, whether I believe this, that, or the other, I don't want you, the government, telling us what to do. But there's some people who say, doesn't apply to me. I'm moving on to the next issue. I got to take my kid to soccer practice. Okay. But it's all of those small things that some of which don't necessarily impact you in, in the near term, in the immediate, the right now, as much as it does some other people. But all of those things, it goes back to what we were talking about the last last segment with all the, the little pen marks on the piece of paper. Those pen marks seem insignificant on their own. When you step back and you look at it from a 30,000 foot view and it's like, shit, the whole paper's not white anymore. It's covered in pen marks we've got a serious issue and 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 things like that man it's it's so incremental but it's so strategic and it's so tactical on their side i mean they're they're making huge strides even though they're small strides they're making huge strides which sounds <laughs> sounds ridiculous the way i'm saying it but you get what i'm saying right i mean it's they're making so much progress and most people don't want to make waves. Most people don't want to wade into anything. Jill says, Drew and Eldine 2024. I would, if Eldine will run with me, I will say right now, I will run. That, that would be amazing. I keep telling you guys, I don't want to wade into politics, but the, the Eldine Berkwist ticket, I guess the other way around. Let's do it. I have a feeling you waiting into politics is going to happen at some point. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. I'm so tired. Do I have to? Um, is there drinks? <laughs> Let's put it this way. Everyone in the chat wants you to. I wouldn't be surprised if they write you in. <laughs> honey. A bitch. Honey, I didn't we're, say I'm we're, running. We're moving. <laughs> Where? Mm. 1600. <laughs> The bar is low. If, if there's people who think that I could do it, we've got a serious issue in this country. Um, but I'm going to think about that, Jill, because I love the idea of that ticket. And his branding people are so good. Um, gosh, I'm so excited about that concert, too. It's coming up in a couple weeks. That's but your chance to ask him, hey, would you like yeah. to join up? <laughs> well, my sign will be Berkwood Seldine 2024, question mark. Or check yes or no. will, will you be my VP? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, 
side point real quick thing I, I want some feedback from this. Not everyone who's in the chat here or in other places, so keep an eye on this. Actually, I don't. I, I do want your feedback. We're doing it regardless, okay? Because that's just how we roll. We're going to do, and in the coming weeks, we will share. We will share some information on this. Sorry, I'm looking at your chat. I'll just focus on you. I'm right here. We're gonna do. Uh, this is my show in studio extravaganza. And you say, what is that? Why is such I, a I, I don't even know what that is because you haven't told me what it is yet. That's true. I haven't. You haven't. Um, so, <laughs> well, here you go. We're going to be inviting Coin Club members and some select other folks to a in-studio extravaganza. You're, there are going to be some, some costs that you have to cover, but there's going to be some costs that we cover. And we're going to have live in-studio engagement audience engagement we're gonna have free drinks free appetizers we'll get shafi in here so you can meet shafi too a we're scavenger gonna, hunt we're gonna made by tom your, pay for your dinner a scavenger hunt i just found out about that uh <laughs> and gonna, a polaroid picture yeah gonna, you are gonna get a polaroid picture uh we're gonna do pictures and all sorts of stuff we're gonna do some fun stuff it's going to be very very all-inclusive very fun we're going to do it and someone is also going to win a trip here Ooh. Someone is going to get all expenses paid, hotel, flight, whatever. If you're driving, I guess we'll cover your gas, whatever the case might be, depending on where you are. But that's going to happen. Um, so I hope as we build up this and we send out some information that you guys are excited. We don't, I'm, and I'm just telling you, we don't let many people in here. Most of the day, the door's locked because a lot of people don't like me for a number of reasons. Uh, but we're going to let some people in and um have some fun we're going to try if this goes well to do this two three four times a year so stand by for more information on that let us know if that is interesting and exciting to you guys we'd love to spend some time have some drinks together get some dinner together do the show together tom's going to be walking up and down the 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 aisles for lack of a better term and and asking you some questions the so, grandstand yeah exactly yeah. The grand, we'll call it the grandstand yeah. so that's all coming We'll talk more about that in the weeks to come and, and provide dates, information, so people can plan for it, because we're not going to just drop that on you and be like, hey, show up next Thursday. And no one do does. That. Yeah, exactly. That would be embarrassing. We don't want to do that. Jirasam, um, you can't be any worse than what we have. That's, that's true. Again, the bar is very low. The bar is very low. Um, we're going to talk <laughs> on the other side. Uh, we, I was going to get into some China sending equipment to Russia. There is this. I'll mean to say this. If we, have find, if we find some time later, we'll get this worked in. But China is sending equipment, some non-lethal, but they're sending equipment to Russia for all that's going on there. It's an important story to pay attention to, as it has been the whole time. But for now, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about how the Biden administration is coming for more than just your gas stoves. More than just your, your vehicles, they're coming for your generators now, too. So when we're out of power, we're in a brownout, a blackout, whatever the case might be, you're in Florida, a hurricane hits, Biden says, tough luck. Tough luck. We'll talk about it after this. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. Are you sick of hearing how all the home security solution companies keep pushing their newfound tech, super easy installation, and superb customer service? We get it, and we get security. We also get that protecting your loved ones, your home, and prized possessions within it is super important. That's why we've taken a different approach to home security. Forget the high-speed tech that could get knocked out with a heavy storm or some obsolete system that relies on an old phone line in your house and lean on something tried and true. Cougar Home Defense. You See, our approach is much different. Criminals most often strike out of convenience and are routinely scared away by bright lights, a loud dog, and of course, the most feared noise in the burglary community, the sound of a round being chambered in a shotgun. But why settle for the tried and true basics when you can take things to the next level? That's where we come in. When you call Cougar Home Defense, we'll connect you with one of our customer success associates who will get you scheduled for your big cat's delivery. And we're not talking about Garfield or some overweight house. No, no, we're talking a big-ass man-eater cat that's highly adaptive to multiple habitats. So say goodbye to criminals and say hello to peace of mind that only your new jungle cat can bring. Individual results may vary. Cougar Home Defense cannot guarantee the safety of your family or possessions. Cougar Home Defense sends your big-ass jungle cat with 24 hours worth of food. Owners are responsible for additional food and or accessories. In most cases, your cat will sustain himself without your assistance. You'll see what we mean. Okay, let's keep going because we have to. I mean, it's it's literally part of the show. We got to keep going here first. This is the part of the show where we stop. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> uh, no, but Biden and Democrats. Unmitigated lust for control is the same as a pedophile's disgusting urge of collecting children's clothing from a public laundromat. Have you guys seen that happen? Well, you know what? When I worked on cops, this was really creepy to me. One of the officers that I was riding with on patrol had to stop by a sex offender's house just to do a check to see if he didn't have things he should, shouldn't have in his possession. And I, we, we, the officer walked inside. I followed him behind with the camera, and he went into his room, and he found a whole, like, clear garbage bag filled with children's clothes, like little teeny shoes, little shirts, little pairs of pants. And, and the cop's like, bro, you know you're not supposed to do this. So he had to call his... His uh, uh, p uh, parole 
person to come yeah. down and actually he called the parole guy. He's like, arrest him. He, I, I told him multiple times not to do that. So at a laundromat, no, but it's at a pervert's house, yes. Yeah. Jill says I was called a cougar once. Um, that's a separate. Co- well, Jill, you got to come to the studio for the in-studio extravaganza. Um, no, I, that's that's disturbing. There's a lot just, going just absorb on. and deflect. Just yeah. absorb and deflect. It, my laughter is not because it's just nervous laughter because I know how disturbing it is. It after after a career of dealing with things like that, all I can do now is to laugh, or else I I'd be suck starting a pistol or or yeah. taking some sleeping pills and drinking a lot of Jack Daniels. You can do better. Than, yeah, you can do yeah. better. Than, Way better than Jack Daniels. Um, uh, but but this, so this all comes. Let's. I mean, getting to the story, it, the, just months after a Biden-appointed regulator teased a ban on gas stoves, something that, by the way, is happening in New York and some other places. You've seen all co- sorts of crazy re- uh, legislation in, in California. But months after they teased that, it, on, on a national level, you've got the administration who's working to enact a rule that would prohibit manufacturing uh, pretty much all portable gas generators on the U.S. market, 95%, according to some reports that I've seen. The proposed Consumer Product Safety Commission rule limits the amount of carbon monoxide a product can emit with that same commission who's talking about this saying, as I just said, 95% of portable gas generators on the market cannot comply with this new standard. So they're throwing something out there. And then, and this is, tip, let me take myself off, off topic for one second. But this is so typical of the Democrats and their lust for control and then using their lust for control to push new crap on the populace. You have to do this or else there's a new rule. Okay, what's the alternative? Well, we didn't think that far ahead. There's no alternative. There's only a 5% alternative because the rest of the shit is just banned. But but, but here's the thing. I mean, as a result of what they're talking about here, you've got industry leaders who say that the rule— will prompt widespread generator shortages as manufacturers only have six months to design generators that meet the proposed regulation going in in lockstep with what I just said there. Uh, This is how they do things. Remember when Joe came into office? I know I referenced this a lot, but remember when he came into office and got rid of the Keystone XL pipeline and hit on fracking, hit on all this stuff, but said, don't worry, you can get a new job. In green new energy, like, no, they can't. Even if they could, even if those jobs existed and were there in mass, they're not. Maybe they're coming. It sounds like perhaps to some degree they're coming. Even if they could, people who have been in their career for a long time can't afford to go back to the bottom and take care of their family. It doesn't work. Certainly not with the the economy that the Biden administration is giving us. But this is how they operate. They they. We need. What do we need to do to get control? Take all this shit away from Americans. What are the consequences? You know. The, you know what the answer to that is? Who fucking cares about the consequences? What do we want from this? Do it. So they do this, and ninety-five percent. Voila! Boom. Gone f- from the industry. You can't have it. And the ones that are in compliance, you can't get because they're sold out and they're backed up in terms terms of production. This kind of decision making is so concerning. It is so concerning to me. Right. Well, you're dealing with people who, they're in Democrats, their belief system is structured that they hate the they hate free market capitalism. They only care about centralized power coming from D.C. and forced compliance of the populace. 
They don't care about compromise. They don't care about anything. All of us believe that innovation is great. Right. Because if we didn't, we'd still be living in caves, eating raw meat, which... Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. But with, with, when, you, when, they're true, when there's true innovation, then free market capitalism is able to work because eventually everybody will move to what that innovation is. Be, it, like the cell phones. Everybody moved to the, you know, from analog to digital to the iPhone right. to whatever smartphone that they have now. And that's based on free market capitalism. A lot of the advances in technology that we've seen since the introduction of the, of the cell phone can be attributed to the, to, to the smartphone and when it came out and the technology with which everything changed so rapidly. But what they're doing is saying, we want this, even though the world isn't ready for it, the United States isn't ready for it, we're going to do it, and you know what? You guys just figure it out because we're going to be okay. Uh, exactly. Exactly. And they're saying this as—I mean, you've literally got uh, two-thirds of North America. That's the continent, just as a quick reminder. That's the continent that we live on. North America. Two-thirds of North America faces an elevated risk of power blackouts this summer. And we've seen that. We saw it last year. We've seen it this year. And it's only going to get worse. That problem only gets exacerbated more and more and more for a number of reasons. But you see that. And, and what do you want during those times? When, when you're facing blackouts, particularly in the summer, or you're facing a, an outage because of hurricanes, because you're in the southeast like we are, what do you want right away? You want, you want power, yes, but you want air conditioning. And you can't run your house. You got to have the right generator for it, you know. Granted, but you can't run your house and and something as significant as your air conditioning without that. But they're saying that they're saying what you just said, Tom. This is what we want. Just do it. And there's and hopefully in that room. There's lots of uh, uh, but but. You know, hopefully there's lots of buts. But the response is, who cares? Just do it. As you said, they'll figure it out. In a perfect world, maybe that works. It's not a perfect world. It's a very broken world where we've got enormous issues that we're staring down the barrel of. And and it's it's a situation where you can't, first of all, it's you, you don't just take that away from people. Second of all, the infrastructure is not there. Whether you're talking electric vehicles or just banning gas stoves and banning power generators. But this, what it is and what it should tell all of you, what everyone should be getting from this, and I know this audience because I because I, I know this audience, we're a close-knit community and you guys are smart, but the goal of all of this is not about innovation. Innovation can come along with control, but the goal of this is to make us all dependent on the government. The goal of this is to control all of this. But what happens? What happens after said hurricane? Okay, we're in hurricane season right now. There's a chance during this hurricane season, between now and November, that the show could go on a brief hiatus because we're evacuated over a hurricane, or we don't have power because of a hurricane if we don't have a generator. And and uh, just telling you straight up, we don't have a generator. So, so <laughs> if it happens, we're going to be on a, on a quick break. But, but what happens after a hurricane? You wait for the power to be restored. You, start, you need to start cleaning up. And... Uh, no matter how quickly, especially in Florida, no matter how quickly and efficient Florida Power and Light moves, and after the uh, Hurricane Ian that we had, what was it, last year or two years ago, and DeSantis had 
all the uh, the the power power trucks lined up in Alabama and Georgia. And as soon as Ian went through, boom, they were all in there. They ended up uh, building a bridge in a weekend to, to connect Sanibel Island. And power was restored rather quickly right. to the hardest hit hardest hit parts of, of Lee County, which is in the Fort Myers area. So what they're saying, and before that happened, you had residents who were there and at their at their own properties who had generators. One to see if they could get their AC back on, but at a minimum having a fan back on, and two making sure that their refrigerator was powered so all their food wouldn't spoil. What Democrats hate more than anything else is self-preservation. They despise it. They absolutely loathe it because they need you to be dependent on them. That's why they don't want you having guns to protect yourself and your family. That's why they don't want you to have a generator. They would much rather prefer you not have a generator, wait in line in 90-degree heat for a bag of melted ice or a couple of breadcrumbs just so you know your place, that you're nowhere near where they are. You are somewhere down here, and when the government decides they're going to give you something, you better be fucking grateful, or else you're never going to get anything again from us. Yeah, that's right. That's the mentality. That, that is they the have. mentality. It, it 100% is. And, and that's what's so sick is we're going to screw you, whether it's waiting on a medical procedure, waiting on, on, on in a breadline, whatever the case might be, but that is it. We've made you suffer, but when we give it to you, you better be grateful. And that is that is next level sickness. But all this is coming, and the token press secretary who got her job for for the reasons that we know why had something to say about. She weighed into it. Here's what she said about the regime's appliance bans. On appliances, um, so from this administration, we've seen them go after gas stoves, air conditioning units with regulation, refrigerators, washing machines, dishwashers, now water heaters. How many more home appliances will Americans eventually have to replace then because of regulation? So just to be clear, when it comes to water heaters, and uh, it is uh, it is uh, it is proposed, what has been put forward, uh, and if it, it is enacted, it would not take it into effect until 2029. So let's not forget that. Uh, so we want to make sure that we have the facts out there. And and uh, if and when it is enacted, it's going to help consumers save about $11 billion a year. That's what the president wants to do. He wants to make sure that we lower costs for the American people. That's why the Inflation Reduction Act is so important, so, right, because it's going to provide up to $2,000 in credit uh, as it relates to energy. So those are the things that the president is focused on. But again, if enacted, it wouldn't be enacted until 2029. And, when it, and if it is enacted to add to that, consumers would save $11 billion a year. So my toaster is safe. So Democrats want to create a society where people are slaves to the government, as we've been discussing, as we talk about quite frequently here on the show. They want complete control over people from who live, who dies, who works, what job you have, all of that stuff. But KJP talks about their, I mean, 2029 is not that far away. And, and she's talking about some of the stuff that's going to be in place. By the way, Disco did some research. What was it, under 25? As of right now, from what I'm reading, that it still stands, this is like the one that was back in 2013 that in California. It's 2,525 horsepower or lower, and that's what's going to happen now. But if you have like a Generac one, like one of the 5,000 and up dollared yeah, ones. They're, and they're not that anymore. They're yeah, more, yeah. They're, um, it's, those ones are fine. So the massive generators that are powering 
big corporations, publics, and all that stuff, government yeah. organizations, or the elite. Obama's house, Obama's John house. Kerry's house. Yeah. Those are fine. Totally fine. The, yeah, that's how that that's how that works. But it's but it's here. I mean, that's that's how it is. I want to hit on one other, one other point real quick before we go to break. And I, I know there's at least one story that we've got kind of tucked away for later if we need it that we didn't touch on earlier in China. But but you have KJP respond to that. I, w- I want to I want to pivot real quick though, because you see this kind of stuff come out. You see bans on all this stuff. You see the Biden administration tell you how they've created all these jobs, how great the economy is, despite the fact that no one is actually seeing or experienced that. And you see them talk about infrastructure, which is somehow a controversial term now because the Democrats decide what is infrastructure and what is not infrastructure. Well, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, again, I've never been a fan of. Some people were before. I think most people are, are, are kind of changing their tune on her. But her her career in politics seems to be coming to an end, and and uh, it just does with all the things that she's saying here. But she put out this tweet here, which is not going to help her, by the way. She put out this tweet right here. Let's take a look. David Hogg, by the way, if David Hogg's retweeting, <laughs> you got a problem. You've got a significant <laughs> problem. But she said Joe Biden had the largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs that is actually finishing what FDR started. The LG, uh, LBJ expanded on Lyndon Johnson, and Joe Biden is attempting to complete that, according to Marjorie Taylor Greene. <sighs> you guys, my, Marjorie is Adam Kinzinger in a dress, or Romney in like a blonde wig with no legs. Pick your visual, whatever works best for you. The point is, is she's lost her mind. She, I mean, she literally has made a deal with the devil. The devil being permanent Washington in this case. Uh, she's invent, reinventing herself to be more palatable, to, 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 to fit in with the ruling class, and moreover, to protect her own skin, not her constituents. She's, uh, honestly, she's become, with everything she's done, she, in my view, is a total fraud, a grifter. Uh, just just a sellout correct me if i'm wrong i, no, I i've been wrong before you're 100 percent correct and to the, every, all leftists love fdr and always point to him and fdr is one of the biggest progressives that the country has ever seen fdr is one of the reasons why the great depression lasted so long because of his progressive economic policies he wasn't he, he gets a lot of credit for like the the road system, which is great, the interstate system, but he loved progressivism. He loved the fact that the government could centralize power and tell people how to live. And then you move on, and then she quotes Lyndon Johnson. I mean, come on, he's one of the most odious, despicable presidents that we've ever had. Plus, he was a weirdo too. He would be talking with one of his aides, and he would walk into the bathroom and sit down and take a dump and expect his aide to walk in and talk to his aide while he was going to the bathroom. Complete weirdo. Also, just like Joe Biden, he would bring down his cabinet and have a cabinet meeting down in the pool when the White House had a pool and swim naked in front of everybody just as a power move to uh, let them know who who the boss was. So if you're invoking those two, <laughs> you've got a lot of problems to begin with. Right. And then back to that tweet. Could you put it up again? Yeah. Uh, where she talks about uh, finishing 
uh, whenever anyone says we need to finish the job that previous presidents have started, it reminds me of Michelle Obama and her original statement about how did we're going to fundamentally transform the United States of America by uh, rethinking all of our all of our uh, holidays and how we do things, and then you hear Joe Biden say the same thing about we have to finish the job that we started. This job started with Woodrow Wilson back in the early 1900s. And now and when I say this job, the job of progressivism and federalizing everything started with that unctuous piece of shit who was in the White House, who reminds me a lot of Biden because he did have a stroke and Edith Wilson was our first president because she kept him hidden and would talk to his aides and say, oh, Woody wants to do this, so just make sure you do that. But she was she was making all the calls from there. Right. So we're, we're just at the point now, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is invoking that one line, man. We, uh, it, it, we need to finish the job that was started. And once, you, once I start hearing somebody say that, you're no longer on my team. No. And in fairness, too, to her, like, I, again, I, I dislike most people. Most people aren't on, on uh, in my view, America's team and, and our team here. America. But she, but she's, she's so far off the team, man. She's, uh, she wasn't on my team before. Because again, I think here, here's the deal. She swung so far right, played into a bunch of QAnon bullshit, and then as a response, she almost lost her seat, or she was at, she was being threatened with losing her her seat, which to a a congresswoman or a career politician, which she was not at the time, but she will become is a threat to your livelihood, which is never supposed to be. It was never supposed to be a career. It's supposed to be a civil service, right? And then as a survivalist, she had to swing way over here and adopt all this stuff. Maybe she was there to start and all that other stuff was bullshit. Either way, she she swung way over here and then she <laughs> swung way over here and you missed where all the rest of us are, which is right here. Yeah. you. I mean, you missed the whole thing. She went from QAnon to communism right? in I mean, six months. That is amazing. That is an amazing switch. And Lord knows how many people she slept with in that time, according, like, according to the rumors about how uh, active she is. We've got a story coming up later on in the show about the morning after pill. We'll make sure that we get some samples sent her way. Uh, but for now, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Vivek, uh, I know there's a lot of excitement about Vivek. Again, there should be a lot of concerns He's got some interesting ties to organizations, including the World Economic Forum. I'm not saying they're deep. I'm not saying he's some globalist, you know, death angel that's that's coming to wreak, you know, hell on, on the entire planet. I'm not saying that. But there are some concerning things, as there are for anyone, anyone and everyone. What he just said, and we're going to show you, really lost me. Okay? If you want to know the way to my heart, Vivek just lost to it. I'll tell you what it is. I hope yeah. I hope I hope that I have you kind of tintillated and excited. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how you lose a way to my heart. It's on the other side of this break.
It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Shell coming in hot, talking about MTG. Don't worry, Drew. She found her niche on McCarthy's lap. <laughs> Lots of speculation about that, Shell, and I don't disagree with it because, again, this is an open... First of all, I've got people that I know that I'm not super close with, but people that I know or I'm friends with, you know, friends of friends kind of a thing that apparently have also had such interactions with MTG. It sounds like that's just kind of her thing. Historically speaking, that's how it was with her husband. She was open about it. And then you fast forward to there's DC, there's power at hand, maybe power in your hand. There's all sorts of things going on, and you can see how it would go down that path. But I, I want to talk about Vivek here. I want to get into Vivek Renswami because he's he's made some some strides, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's made some progress. DeSantis, we talked about yesterday. I love DeSantis. I'm not saying I'm an all-in DeSantis guy. I'm not an all-in anything guy. I'm all in this team and what we do here, all in our community. But he stepped in yesterday, this week, you know, in, in recent comments, and is going to have to battle out of that, which makes the path forward, albeit still very, almost impossible, but very unlikely for Vivek and and the Nikki Haley's and Tim Scott's of the world, all of them are they've got a tough thing ahead of them. Yes. One thing I want to add to that story that we did yesterday, and hopefully we can get to it tomorrow. But the curriculum that DeSantis was quoting, the the man, the professor who wrote that, has defended Ron DeSantis's statement by saying what he meant by by what is written in the text. Yeah. And when, when I heard uh, the professor, I can't remember his name, explain it, it makes total sense and is not anything near what is being portrayed by the mainstream media, and in particular, Democrats. Well, yeah, and, and to be clear, too, I mean, that, that's interesting, and that's, that's great information that will get lost in the sauce. I think his his comments were taken out of context, but that's the that's the problem with the world today. Yeah. Is it doesn't matter the context. It doesn't matter what you mean. It doesn't matter what's in here. 
it matters what the world wants to hear and what people with power and influence share. And that's that's where Ron stepped in it. Is not was Ron wrong on what he said? Factually wrong. It, it was it was. Can it be spun out of context? Can it can a soundbite be taken from it and smear the piss out of him? It's I mean the same things happen with Trump time and yeah. time again. It you're not looking at the intent or who the person is. You're looking at what you want to hear from the person, and then you're going to the extreme. But uh, we're going to get into Vivek here and something he said about meat. And you're like, what? How does this play in? By the way, Shell saying has has asked Vivek to come on Shell Shocked, which would be great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quasi jesting about what we're about to get into here. And I think Vivek is a very interesting, very talented young man, no doubt. But he, we're about to talk about him and some comments on meat. But before I get there, can we just show this picture? Because last, last segment, we were talking about how David Hogg retweeted Marjorie Taylor Greene. Again, a damning sign for MTG. This motherfucker right here needs to eat some meat. Can we show this picture? <laughs> Look at this, this tool of the left who literally his own parents don't even like him. He, he's a person who leans into all this, this anti-Second Amendment stuff. Wasn't even there. Get that boy a sandwich. That that, he needs more than a sandwich. He needs like a bunch of tomahawks, you know, stacked on some bread and more tomahawks and more bread. And he needs to eat that. He needs to eat the bone and he just. And then not work out. Pain. And not work out. He, he looks like one of those rubber toys where you can manipulate the arms and stuff and like the torso, but has the really large feet. So the toy's able to stand up. So you could pose it in different positions. Yes. And it looks like he's talking to a peppermint patty doll with, I have no idea that top that she's wearing and why she would well, decide to wear something like that. Looks like she's a dental hygienist I, going in for does. cleaning. There's a lot of questions on this. <laughs> this is what I was seeing. If you look at just Jen Psaki in the top half, she's like a dental hygienist or a nurse, or she works at, you know, she's a, a vet tech. Even the pants are like a... A scrub style cut, you know, that they, they have there. But, it's a very unflattering outfit. But then look over at Hog here. I feel like he's taking his whole outfit from Beto O'Rourke. He looks like a young Beto O'Rourke with the if rolled Beto up sleeve. Beto O'Rourke was, was from Somalia. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I look at that, I was like, is that Beto? No, that's David Hogg. I mean, seriously, all the money the Democrats have poured into making this guy seem like he actually matters, he doesn't. Can can you give him some nutrients or some food? Like it looks like he's been in a slave camp. Like that is, <laughs> I'm, that I, I, I'm being serious. I've hated David Hogg for a long time. I think he's a just disaster of a human being. But I've never seen a full body shot like that. Brother needs to eat something. Well, he like, definitely hit a growth spurt. Beta males are known to be manorexics, and mm. he is the poster boy for a manorexic. Is he ever? Dear, wow. It's a, it's crazy. Okay, to the story we were going to talk about here. So I love meat. I just do. I love meat, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. Don't take that out of context, David Hogg, okay? Clearly, I would break you. It's thin. It's just, that's, well, let's not go down that path. That's just... I feel like we need to toss it a brick so I can shower after that. But I love meat. I love meat. I love I love all sorts of meat. Literally, and my, and God bless my children. We sit around at the at the dinner table sometime after after some grilled meat's been put on there, and we have a great family dinner and talk about. We rank our meats. 
I've raised children who are ranking their meats at the fucking table. Take that in for a second. I did it, guys. You did it. I did it. I mean, they're they're ranking their meats, and it's a contentious conversation because meat is great. Meat is great protein. Meat is good for you. All that. I don't know that we need a person in office that's a vegetarian. I I just think that that could be a deal breaker for me. And again, I think Vivek has a ton of interesting stuff. I hope that he comes on shell shocked. I hope he continues to make waves. And 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 maybe he he ends up being someone's VP. I think he's got. If I'm being honest, he's got a long shot. I don't think he's going to be the nominee. But I've also been wrong before. And this is not me saying anything particularly negative about him and his policies, except for his policy on meat. Because he came out and he said that. Let's look at this clip together. And as we do, let's picture meat and how much it matters to us as a society. Take a listen. I'm a vegetarian. Okay. I don't eat meat because I believe it is, in, in my tradition, morally wrong to kill animals solely for culinary pleasure. There are conditions in which it would be fine to do it, but if it's just for my culinary pleasure, I'd rather not do it. No. No, I'm not okay with that. And by the way, I was starting to respond. I'll just say it verbally now. Shell said I could literally knock Hog down with a mom, mom look. Yes, you could. Uh, look, I can respect Vivek's adherence to his culture, and that's fine. But I will still eat meat, and I think most people will. And I, I don't, I don't think. Again, we can all have different views here, and, and this, this is more a kind of just lighthearted segment, and it's not meant to really pick on on Vivek that much. Although I do have concerns. If you don't drink, if you don't eat meat, we're going to have some issues. But is killing animals to eat murder? No, I don't think it is. I think it's in fact biblical. You know why? Because it's biblical. I pulled it up. Say it. Leviticus 11. Uh, the Lord speaks to Moses and Aaron and sets out which animals can be eaten, which cannot. You may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and that chews the cud. Okay. Most of us don't say the cud part these days. But <laughs> but the point is, is, is most all of us like meat. I don't. I, do you view killing animals as murder? And, and let me be clear too. I've only hunted humans. I don't hunt. <laughs> I don't hunt deer and stuff like that. I watch Bambi. I don't want to watch some deer all of a sudden go home and be like, "Where's mom? She's dead. A white man shot her." No, I don't want that experience. But I will eat it. We should take you hunting. That'll be fun. You're crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shoot it. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I, I love people. I, I'm I'm friends with a gazillion people. I'm, I'm literally the only person I know. I think that don't doesn't really get into hunting. I'm not against hunting whatsoever. I believe that those animals are great. There's an ecosystem. I believe that part of that that the wor- the way that the world works is they're there for us to eat and consume and praise God for it all the way. But I would much rather shoot a human in the face than an animal. That's just how I operate. And whatever. Like, take that for how you want. I have a therapist and a psychiatrist, okay? So don't worry. I'll be fine-ish. But I just don't I don't see killing animals as murder. I don't see that as being a policy, all this to say, joking aside. I don't see this as a policy that resonates with the American people. I, I definitely, I don't think it resonates with the American people either. It, and it will resonate with a small segment of the population, but they're probably not going to vote for Vivek anyways. And I always think about when people bring up the subject about eating meat, I think to myself, 
a thousand years from now, a hundred years from now, our historians and anthropologists who are going to look back on the way that we live go, or are they going to say killing animals for as a protein source was totally barbaric? And I can't believe human beings back in the year 2000 used to do this. And I kind of think, all right, they might be onto something. But then I think back further in history, and as far back as you can go, people have been hunting <laughs> animals to produce meat for protein. Yeah. And even in some societies like the Tequesta Indians down in South Florida, they they were giants. They they averaged over six feet tall and the Calusas as well. And they had a diet pr- primarily made from a, a fish and shellfish and that's where they got their protein source from i don't see though people like the tequestas or the calusas becoming that gigantic with a plant-based diet i just don't see it happening i don't see any any way for human beings to progress with a plant-based diet because you have to get your protein from somewhere. And I do realize that there's some plant-based things that you can derive some protein from, but I don't think there's more of a nutrient-packed protein source than there is from the carcass of an animal. Yeah. That's just the bottom line to it. Yeah, and there's people who have certain dietary restrictions and issues that preclude certain things. I'm not aware of many that preclude meat, but like they're I get it. There's 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 always some abnormalities or anomalies. That is probably the nice way to say it. I'm not I'm not trying to say that even in a mean way. But it is what it is. You do. You need protein. You need the value, the nutrients that come from that. And and uh to your point earlier, Tom, Texas Panhandle Patriots said Drew, we would have never come out of the caveman era without meat. Right. And and that's true. Again, you don't have to like meat. You could be a pescatarian or you could be a vegetarian. But you but that's true. Like, that is true. And and to me, at least if you're pescatarian, you're getting some protein and some some additional nutrients that, that vegetables and fruits, which are amazing for you, and you should eat a lot of, are not giving you. But but going all that to say, I think Vivek's doing a hell of a job. He is upsetting, and no one is upsetting the purse cards more this year than 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 he is. Like he he's he's doing a great job. I think he's gonna continue to do a great job. I would just keep my mouth a little bit more shut on the no meat and killing animals is murder stuff. I just don't think it's going to work, especially if you're running. If you're running on the left, that could work. You're running in America. We just all pissed down the throat of CMT over the Jason Aldean stuff. People standing up for that. People who want to wear cowboy hats, drink beer and cook meat on the grill. Like that's you just got to know your you got to know your audience. And even in India, I've worked in India quite a bit, and I did a uh, project once where I was with the Arulas, which is, is a caste of people that are kind of down low in the whole Indian caste system. And these people are known as the snake hand- handlers of India. And they are so desperate for a protein source, I would go out with them out with them in their village where they go through the rice paddies and find little snake holes and get in there and pull rats out of the snake holes and put them into a burlap bag. And so, as soon as the bag was to where they wanted it with the amount of rats they wanted, they'd tie up the bag and they'd smash it on the ground to kill the rats and then drop the rats on the grill and cook the fur off them and cook them all up. 
and the tails would burn and they'd break off the rat tails and the kids would fight over who got to eat the rat tails. But after the rats were cooked, they would lay them out. They would put different spices on them and they would eat the rats. And that was their only source of protein were eating rats. So when he was talking about his traditions, that's also an Indian tradition. And it's also in their caste system, people who are desperate to get protein in their diet. And that's what they have to resort to. Yeah. Hey, great point. Interesting point. Gross point. <laughs> lots of, lots of G's there. That's, yeah. that's the G cubed point. Let's squeeze this in real quick before the break. We're, we're, we're running out of time on this hour. Tons to go still in this hour, but, but or the next hour rather. But I want to get this in because Eric Adams, the the you know mayor swag of New York, is losing favor with his citizens. And one New Yorker let him know how she felt during this this latest appearance he made. Take a listen to this exchange. I, there's some stuff we got to discuss. Mr. Mayor, yes, sir. Uh, Four-year-old man Curtis oh, Davis found on the spot. Thank you. should be one should be happy if someone wants to make love to them you know <laughs> go ahead okay. say, say that again say, say that again wow very strange response to someone who tells you to go fuck yourself i mean that's that's a nervous response right there if i've ever seen one one should be happy to tell someone to go make what no <laughs> here's what you do to hecklers you ignore them and or you don't say what you just said that was just weird. We just went, uh, he's doing an awful job in New York. The stats and the data show that. But when someone comes up and is dropping bombs like that chick is, whoever she was off camera, dropping bombs on Eric Adams, you ignore it. You don't say something that just is, is all of a sudden the weirdest thing that you've ever said. And he said some weird stuff and he's done some awful stuff. I mean, this is a, I mean, the Democrats, they come in, they promise change and happiness. And like he has, what they really do is they give crime and misery in return. And then they say stuff like this, talking about homeless people wanting to have intercourse with some, it's just a weird, like, uh, I don't, I don't know what else to say other than it's just weird. He also wants New York to be vegetarian. He does. Yeah. He got into a weird spot with that. The best thing he could have done was just ignore it. But as soon as he opened his mouth, he wasn't sure what he was going to say, but he was committed to it. Yeah. So whatever came after that out of his mouth was just complete gibberish and didn't make sense. But his hope was as soon as he started talking, he would be able to nail that chick with a zinger because all the cameras were pointed on him and he just blew it. He just blew it. It didn't land. It yeah. did not happen. Um, okay. What might land... What what the World Health Organization and the globalist and our Democrat Party, and you could maybe even argue the Uniparty here in America, wants to land as a new COVID strain. Remember that? Remember COVID? Oh, yeah. I, gosh, who was I responding to? Oh, I don't even remember. I was responding to someone this week who was talking about COVID and panicking again about stuff. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Like... Dick Durbin. It was Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin was panicking and put out a panic-stricken tweet about COVID on Twitter, an X, whatever. See, I caught it before you caught me. But <laughs> I, 
it, this is this has been over for a long time. Well, that variant and those variants have been over for a long time. They want to bring it back. You've got Klaus Schwab. You've got others saying how they want to do certain things during the next pandemic. Well, now we've got potentially the earmarks. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's happening. Just everyone calm down. But there's discussion about the next pandemic, and it could start with this new COVID strain. They just found a case that's supposedly more deadly in Abu Dhabi or no Dubai. I think it was Dubai. One of the two, whatever. It was in the Gulf state. We're going to talk about it on the other side of the break. today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. Looking for a great gift for lovers of freedom? We have you covered with this 2024 edition Trump for President coin. Show your support with this limited edition coin, normally $29.99. But for a limited time, you can get yours for just $19.99 plus free shipping. This is a great collector's coin for fans of President Trump and those that want to show their support for our great president. Each coin is made in the USA, is an authentic U.S. JFK half dollar, and showcased in an acrylic coin capsule. Collectibles like this only increase in value, often to hundreds of dollars per coin. So get yours now for $19.99 plus free shipping at trumpcoinsavings.com. Again, that's trumpcoinsavings.com to secure this limited offer. So who's ready for more lockdowns, more draconian mandates from the enemy class? Tom raised his hand. He's, <laughs> he's pumped. I love it. It's time, you know what? If they're going to fuck me, I want a safe word this time, this go around. What would your safe word be? Haribo. 
Ari, but like the gummy bears? Like the gummy yeah. bears? Oh, okay. Gosh, boy. So we go to my mom's house the other night to celebrate her husband, uh, who's, you know, whatever. I don't use those terms. But he, but he's a great friend of mine, great you know, family member. And we're celebrating um, his birthday, as we should, because he's an outstanding American, an outstanding individual. And always when we go to their house, there's candy out in dishes because that's what parents yeah. do it's it's evolved a little bit it's not always butterscotch discs and and werther's that's like a shame that's a shame you know or gumdrops you know what my grandma always had too was like the nestle bags that had the um the her or excuse me the hershey bag that had the hershey and then the crackle and then the mr good bar. yes there was always that mix in a dish god i love that what about the hard candies that were just like colored like just like the red and orange ones you didn't know if it was going to be like a flavor or not remember i don't or like the green wrappers no Maybe, just, and just, then they had the li- kind of liquid inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah, were yeah. great. Those were great. But we go there, and then anyways, there's a bunch of candy. Um, I don't even know what, what I'm talking about anymore, but there's a bunch of candy laid out. <laughs> the kids annihilated it. And what did you say that got me onto candy? Safe word. Hard Safe book. word. Oh, yes, hard <laughs> Hard yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it was. Uh, anyways, I digress. Let's get onto the story here. Gummy bears. Before I hurt myself more, I'd love some gummy bears right now. But I, I joked earlier, I said, who's ready for more lockdowns? And you know it's coming, right? It's coming at some point. And it could be coming sooner than later because you've got a man who tested positive for a potentially fatal, according to the WHO, who hates all of mankind, coronavirus called the MERS-CoV. And this all happened in Abu Dhabi, according to the World Health Organization. Out of all recorded cases, this virus... The one this 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 MERS-CoV version or variant has had a 36% fatality rate according to the World Health Organization. And as you can see in the tweet there, I'll just kind of read for the, the WHO recommends surveillance in both humans and animals because of its high fatality rate, large geographical range, and lack of medical interventions. WHO also has listed MERS-CoV as a high priority pathogen in order to maintain control of the virus. So You've got Biden and other world leaders, not just our inept vegetable in chief, but you've got Biden who surrendered American sovereignty over to the WHO. So if there's a health emergency, not a pandemic, by the way, health emergency, which going back to the conversation with the digital dollar, who gets to determine what the worth of the digital dollar is for each individual person? Who gets to determine what a health emergency is well the answer is the world health organization and the globalists but you've got that you've got that all that that's going on behind the scenes all these negotiations these treaties all this stuff that's happening and then you know what's coming next and what's coming next is is maybe it's this one maybe it's something else but you know it's coming because once tyrants get away with oppression they don't want to give up control not not even a little bit and you've got the World Economic Forum, who who definitely wants this to happen. But the, the, you know, you see a little map there on the screen. I love the key. But camel to camel, camel yes. to, from human to human. <laughs> the, this strain, yeah, the 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 MERS part of it is Middle Eastern respiratory, and I can't remember what the S stands for. But that graphic that was just up there with the camel to human to human. 
kind of makes me think that there's a certain specific way that the human got this. <laughs> In the Middle East, you, Middle East, South Asia, and you're like, no, that would never happen until you walk in on someone doing that. It, by the way, it's uh, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. 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 MERS. Couldn't think of. You guys, it's not just camels either. This is a total side tangent, okay? I camel to camel. If, if we were going to, you know, expose Shafi further, I'd bring him over and he could verify this. It's not just camels and goats that experience male penetration. It's, it's T-boys. It's all sorts of stuff. The things that are done in that part of the world are just very different than how <laughs> at least we used to do things here. I, I'm just, whatever. I'm not saying that I've walked in on a general doing it to a T-boy, but it could have happened. Okay? High probability. High probability. The sweat. Just the exertion, uh, too much. But, but you've, you've, the, the muscles. <laughs> Sorry, I, from the Grinch, the muscles. Um, but they, they want to do this, and here, here's how they get you, right? And he, he, honestly, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I won't do the lockdown shit again after the two weeks was up, and we we're, you know, 14, 15 days into this whole. You know, two weeks to slow the spread kind of a thing. Most of us, if you weren't already woken up before, again, I give credit to my buddy Jess Kelly and others who were who were ahead of the curve on this and said no the whole time. But everyone kind of realized, okay, I'm not doing this again. And I, I'm not doing it again. I don't care if, if AIDS and cancer and something else is falling from the sky. I'm still just, I, and I think you should too, just go live your life. Yeah. Go live your life. Be done. Maybe you catch something airborne. Uh, yeah, I got colon cancer and AIDS in the same day. It was airborne. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's awful. It's awful. And we and we jest and are serious at the same time. Don't give up your freedom again. But where they're going to get you is this. It's thirty six percent fatality rate. And they're going to get okay. All right, fine. You conservatives said forever and a day, and we were right, motherfuckers. That the almost almost all of us we're not going to have any fatal consequences of this as the stats showed not stats we made up the stats the government and the world health organization and all these people shared with us while still saying everyone's going to die yet no one really did and then people will say oh well this many people died okay well those numbers were exaggerated for one and two when you look at that on the global scale the u.s population the world population that number is just normal that's the amount of people that are going to die in a given day or year anyways so they ratchet it up they got to rebrand it's like it's like climate change we can't say global warming anymore we can't go down this path we got to change it it's climate change and here's our new messaging and let's get a little kid to be the the messenger have her say how dare you how like, dare you like that's that's how they're doing this so now this new variant that apparently a Middle Eastern man got from fucking a camel <laughs> is more deadly. And they're and they're gonna ignore that part. Okay, forget the, that part of the graph. Let's just talk about how many of you are going to die. And I'm not saying that they don't want you to die because these people are sick. If they could kill off most of it, Kamala just said the other day, she wants to reduce the population. We need to reduce the population. But you, you look at this and you, <clears throat> you see those numbers, that's how they get you. Okay, what didn't work before? Everyone looked at the truth, and then they started talking about the truth, and then people got less scared, and then they stopped listening to us, the government, world governments, 
world organizations. Now we need to make the numbers scarier. Let's start killing people for real and, and do this. And I don't I, I have not di dove into to to this 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 MERS variant. But I will say this. Don't give up your freedom no matter what to it. Right. And this plays into all the neurotics that we saw during all the masking and it, it this it plays into their fears again. We we all see people are still wearing masks by themselves inside those inside their cars. Those right. people are gone, never to return to regular functional human beings ever again. All this does is provide them with the ammunition that they want for their neurotic life. It also provides ammunition to all the leftists who are all trust the science and the Fauci's of the world of I am science and it's important with this new variant that the droplets from the camel don't get all over the you know yeah you don't it, as soon as it goes back to that we're done and as soon as oh what are you a doctor whatever what are you and you know immunologist no you're not so just do what the government says that's what we're gonna fall into again i'm afraid yeah because uh, and 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 no one the people who say that stuff don't see the lunacy in that stuff they're so quick to say listen to what the government says they're so quick to say if someone breaks the rules and you see it rat them out even if it's your family member call the police call the police uh, our society has turned so much for the worse and, and turned on each other for the worse. It, it is terrifying. But if they're smart, and I don't know if this is the play. Keep in mind, Klaus Schwab just said, I think it was this week or last, that here are all the things he and the World Economic Forum want to do for the next pandemic. That is coming. He said that is coming. If it's this one, if it's another one, you know for a fact that it is coming. It's kind of convenient leading into an election year. Maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's another one. But it is coming, and people will do what Tom just said. People will cave and say, oh, this one's scarier than the last one? Okay. I had started to back away and say, I don't trust you as much anymore, government. But if you're saying this one's worse, okay, I'm gonna. you've renewed my trust. Even though you haven't earned it, even though what you're saying makes no sense whatsoever, you've re-earned my trust. I'm back to putting people on lists. And I'm going to do things that are completely ludicrous. It's going to happen. It could be now. It could be later. It could be six months from now, 12 months from now. I promise you it's going to happen. Texas asked, was it a one or two hump camel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well played. Well played. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. We're going to take a break. Speaking of humping stuff, this is actually no segment mm. whatsoever. But we are going to talk about the Obamas. Um they, they humped our foreign policy, our freedoms. Sure. I don't know. Um, Obamacare. Yeah. What what happens when you get two males? To, I don't know. The We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Obama's sous chef and personal sous chef during the White House era, personal chef who was drowned, much like Hillary Clinton's chef drowned. Mm. We'll talk about that after the break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. We got some more stuff to cover here. We've got this story that everyone spun up about. You've got Tafari Campbell, the sous chef in the White House, current personal chef or former personal chef, I guess we can say now. <laughs> of, Too soon? Of Obama. Well, I mean, he's dead. Uh, of Obama, who drowned in a pond next to the Obama's massive and very lavish estate. You've got medical examiners who are expected to undertake a toxicology report on the body of a former White House sous chef who drowned while paddleboarding at Obama's $12 million Martha's Vineyard property. $29 million. $29 million. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. $29 million. Lots of millions. $29 million. That's what they said this morning on the news. I was watching it, and they said wow. $29 million. Dollar estate. Like, oh, gotta be cow. rough. I know you make fourteen for it. Make four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and walk away. It did it. Able to buy that. Anyways, an autopsy is expected to take place after Tafari Campbell was found dead yesterday by divers after going missing in Edgartown, Great Pond, Massachusetts. That backs to the Obama sprawling estate. That's worth a lot. The number, the, <laughs> the number is TBD. The market is changing. Uh, but you, you've got DailyMail.com who reported and understands that a toxicology analysis will take place as a part of the investigation, which sources say is usual in a drowning, and it is. Campbell had been paddleboarding, this according to the article, at around 7.40 p.m. on Sunday with witnesses saying he was dressed in all black and not wearing a life preserver. Dr. Edward Dow, who has lived in the area for more than 40 years, told DailyMail.com that the water in Edgerton Great Pond could be deceptive. The doctor, an avid rower who regularly goes out on the water, said there are three things which could have happened. The police report states that he went down once and came up before getting into trouble. Either he's not a strong swimmer, he might have had a medical event like a heart attack or pulmonary embolism, or he might be impaired in some way. So here's here's what's there's a lot. Of, uh, let me be clear. First and foremost, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. No one in this studio knows what happened. You likely in the audience don't know what happened, and nor do most of the people commenting on this. Okay? We just don't. Tafari did. Tafari's dead now, so he can't tell us what's happening. But there was a second person there with him, a second paddleboard. So did that person just, or were they not in the mood to rescue? <laughs> like, like, I don't, like, that's, why yeah, why that's, didn't they assist? Right. That's never been made clear who this second person was. Because right. Because uh, if it was somebody paddleboarding with him, it would have been, the story would have been the two of them were out paddleboarding together. He falls into the water, goes down, he, and his partner can't find him. 
but it's just the second paddleboarder makes the call. So there's never like this connection. But they never they just say second paddleboarder. They never give the proximity to where he was in relation to Tafari. That part of it is really weird. Right. Well, there's 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 so many unanswered questions. And when you look at how corrupt and broken our government's become, and particularly not exclusive to the Democrat side by, by any stretch, but particularly on the Democrat side, you see what they do and you see how they do things and you see all these anomalies that pop up and question marks as, as a result of, of said anomalies. It, it's just interesting to me that we just have zero details. There's a second paddle border there. Were they were they friends? Were they paddleboarding together? Was it separate? Doesn't matter. There, there there's some additional information there that could be shared and bring a lot of light right. to this situation that we're not getting. As such as was there is there foul play? Was there any of this stuff? Keep in mind again, this is in Massachusetts. This is not in Florida where it could have been a gator or a shark or whatever or a rip current or a rip current. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this is a different situation. Are, 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 is there any video footage? The, the Obama's house has surveillance cameras around the property. I'm sure a lot of them. As as the one guy the doctor recommended, was he under influence? If so, who served him? Who allowed him to get out there and paddleboard while drunk? I, there's just so many questions as it pertains to the story, and there's no answers. And it seems, I'm not saying that we're going to get all the answers, but it seems like there should be more answers than we have right now. I guess that's my point. He was but. wearing all black too. Yeah, I mean, I could kind of, yeah, that's weird. But I can see if you're wearing like a pair of black board shorts and you know, the, like those black long sleeve, quick dry shirts that a lot of fishermen wear. I can kind of see that. Uh, but the life jacket, I don't. That's hard. That's a hard for hard one for me to get over because I know when I paddleboard, if I'm going the intercoastal waterway. I'll throw on one of those Mustang survival uh, life jackets, you know, the ones where you hit the water and they automatic. Well, the one that I have, you have to pull on it in order for it to inflate just to have it have it with me because there, you don't for me, you just don't want to take the risk, even though I know how to swim. I'm not the greatest swimmer in the world, but I can tread water for a really long time. And I have a lot of confidence in my swimming capabilities. This guy the what do they say he's a trained swimmer is what <laughs> i've been what is what keeps popping up if you refer to somebody as a trained swimmer that means you're not a good swimmer that means that you barely know how to swim because once once you learn you you learn how to swim you're not trained in swimming just like you learn how to walk you learn how to run you learn right. how to swim i wasn't trained to walk i wasn't trained to run I just learned how to do each of those through the progression of life. And in somebody in this circumstance, it, it, there's a lot of weird, you know what this story reminds me of? It reminds me of Paul Pelosi. I feel like there's one critical piece of information that we're not being told that yes. would answer a lot of questions. And Democrats always have a tendency to do this, whether it's on purpose or not, but it causes so much speculation to happen when you don't get out ahead of something like this. Exactly. And then and then the response is don't ask. Oh, that's ridiculous. Don't ask questions. You're thinking too hard. Well, here, here's how you combat that, whether it's the election or covid or Paul Pelosi, you know, getting hammer timed by some. I mean, 
whatever the case might be, give some more information and it will it, it will not satisfy everyone. It will not make all the questions go away, but it'll make a lot of them go away. You, same thing here. You've got you've got, you know, uh, um, Texas Panhandle joking. Well, I don't think Texas Panhandle is joking, but saying, Drew, do you think that the chef got to look at Michelle's junk asking for a friend? <laughs> look. Here's what's going to happen. And if you're the Democrats and you want to get ahead of this, as tragic as this as this young man's death is, if if you want to get ahead of this and quash, quell some of the, the discussion points, you do. You've got to provide more information. When you've got Hillary Clinton's chef who also died in a drowning event, <laughs> it's going to lead to some concerns. Okay, so we got Obama and the Clintons and their chefs are all dead. Like... That that here there he is. He's he's dead. Like you've you that leads to question marks. You've got issues that are surrounding the Obama administration, the Clinton administration, a lot of administrations. It's not exclusive to Democrats, although it kind of is. And and then you don't give answers. Man, I'm telling you, it's it I just feel like being their PR person, we could do a lot better job <laughs> as an organization. Let's cut the knees out from most of the questions and then come up with a response for the ones that remain. But they don't do that. They're just like, nope, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to right. see whatsoever. He was visiting the estate. He wasn't, <clears throat> he doesn't work there. He was just there visiting when this happened. So he got invited to the house or something and then loses his life. I don't know. That's weird too, because if he's a personal <clears throat> chef and they're out of town, it, but he's there. What's going yeah, on? yeah. Who invited him? Yeah, it, I was just reading it. It's that he was the the personal chef when they were at, he was at the White House, and then they they liked him, and he was visiting at the time of his passing. So, so he wasn't their personal chef right now. He was when they were at the White House. He was the sous chef at the White House. Yeah, maybe he comes in and cooks for them, but they're saying he was visiting at this time. I don't know. This is what yeah, I'm maybe, reading. Yeah, maybe he was. Yeah. Hmm. What, Who knows? what source is that? That's Fox right now. I'm, and CNN says the same thing. I'm just going through all of them trying to find it. Well, the bottom line is this. There's a, there's a, a su supreme lack of information here. And what Americans will do when there, or anyone for that matter, when there's a lack of information is fill the void. And that's what's happening right now. Oh, yeah. It's assumed that he was, was, he, well, he was killed. And honestly, at this point, you're going to have to prove that he wasn't <laughs> yeah. like that. That's just, and maybe that's unfair, but that's the world that you guys helped create. So you got to prove that he wasn't killed. You got to prove a whole lot of things. And what's going to happen is we're not going to get any response. So you're going to have two competing theories. It was just an accident and or fill in all the reasons as to why the Obamas and the, you know, the Democrats would, would have this happen. That's, that's where we're going to be. Look how many lies we've endured for the last three years. And now we come to this point. It, we had all, you know, Hunter's laptop uh, with, oh, it has all the earmarks of Rus Russian disinformation. Then you had the Paul Pelosi. And then you had this magical bag of cocaine that nobody knows who it belongs to found in the most secure residence in the entire world. And the Secret Service says, yeah, no, we're done. And then you have this story where there are no logical narratives for the story. Where going back to the paddleboarder, any journalist, any well, any public information officer with the department would say, 
The person who called it in was somebody else who is out on the pond, who is a resident of Edgerton, and witnessed what was going on, but he was too far away to get over there in time or tried to make his way over there as he was calling on his cell phone, and the man drowned, and we tried to find him, and it took us hours because of the currents in the pond. And this pond is set up... I was confused by the story about a pond because we always think about, like, a golf course pond. Right. But I guess up in this neck of the woods in in, uh, Massachusetts, you do have these ponds that are they feed out into the Atlantic Ocean. It's almost like the intercoastal waterway where you have like these little cubbies that come up to people's houses or a landmass. So yeah, it, you know, it's referred to as a pond because the water doesn't go anywhere from there, it just butts up against the uh, up against the land, but you have the ability to get yourself out into the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. So in theory, you could have some 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 creatures in there that are a little bit more detrimental to your health. Right, and I and I hearken back to the movie Jaws. Remember when Alex Kintner got eaten by, was on his raft and got yeah. eaten by the shark, and Chief Brody's running down the beach, get out of the water, get out of the water, and everyone's getting out of the water, and then Mrs. Brody's like, Mike's over in the pond, and he's like, oh, and he runs off the beach and steps over like a, a Jersey barrier, and Mike's in there on, on the little sailboat, and the guys in the rowboat go, yeah. you need a clovefish instead of a halffish, and then the boys get knocked off the fish the shark comes toward mike goes away and then eats the guy in the rowboat so fair point pond pond like every other word in the english language these days can be interpreted differently woman pond all of that <laughs> Very... well it depends on the part of the country that you live in i yeah. guess okay so i just some clarification on it so he was their personal chef now it was but they have four they have four different estates that they live at so he yes he may have been visiting there but he they, he must go he must travel with them so maybe he was just hey go to Martha's Vineyard for the weekend have fun you know maybe that's what why he was there what did they do for dinner that night they probably call in I don't yeah. know DoorDash yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but from what I heard they were gone somewhere else and nobody's clarified where they were where they were one of my favorites that I came across today as far as, as, far as rabbit hole conspiracies is the fact that uh, ter, uh, Tafari was getting ready to release a tell-all book about his affair with Barack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. America's so fun these days. Um, okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take our final break. And then we're going to get into one, maybe two last stories. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see where things go and how time looks. But we're going to touch on um, – I told you we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about culture. I guess culture, the lack of morals in this country, and this new morning after pill, this new anti-STD pill that's coming out – You'll see what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about it, though. We're going to talk about where we are as society as it pertains to this new news on the other side. Stay with us. Attention, Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Okay, so the raw dog days of summer are now here <laughs> with the release. <laughs> the I'm release, looking at the notes and I still laughed. <laughs> the release of a new morning after pill that prevents STDs. For the past decade, people have been able to have unprotected sex with a low risk of contracting HIV thanks to daily pills known as PREP or pre-exposure prophylaxis. But they were still susceptible to bacterial bugs, including the recent spike in syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, all of that until now. And I promise, just hang with me. You're like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. Recent studies show the antibiotic doxycycline taken after sexual encounters works as a post-exposure prophylaxis to, ex uh, to, excuse me, to prevent those infections. But experts were or are, not were, are worried about unintended consequences, to which I would say, yeah, I mean, you, you think, obviously. The Centers for Disease, uh, Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, <clears throat> plans to release guidelines later this summer for deploying the treatment known as doxypep in hopes of addressing fears among medical professionals that preventative use would fuel antibiotic resistance and the rise of drug-resistant superbugs. Great. <laughs> SDIs are rising, but public health is shifting away from condom promotion. Doxycycline is already used as a frontline antibiotic treatment for chlamydia and occasionally for syphilis and gonorrhea. But its use for prevention has drawn concerns that it would no longer be effective and, and patients who basically regularly use it facilitate the evolution of antibiotic resistance, uh, which does facilitate the the. Uh, the evolution of antibiotic resistant strains of the pathogens that are out there. So uh, you, you see where I'm going with all this. You, here's the deal. The let, well, we can boil this down in more simple terms. There's a lot to unpack here. I've got a lot of concerns with all this, which is why I teased it yesterday and why we're talking about today. The unintended consequences of protection, free sex are going to be unplanned pregnancies. Can we, agree on that yeah yeah that is that's what worked that's what the reproductive act you're doing which yes feels good your hormones you know dictate that that's what you need to do that's what's going to happen that's actually what sex is for is to reproduce but they 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 go on to they they go on to talk about all this other stuff and they're talking about these new drugs that basically basically what's happening is you continue to have people who develop products 
that say, it's okay to make bad decisions. We got you. We're going to cover it up for you. <clears throat> you want to go, whether it's on Tinder or Grinder, whatever suits your fancy, and make bad decisions, take this pill, take this pill, you'll be good. And get right? an abortion. And get, well, if, yeah. if you need to, if, if the pills don't work. Well, there you have the morning after. You get the morning after pill yeah. that that, that yeah. alleviates that. But but it all, all of this comes up though. <clears throat> you look at the moral state of our country. You look at the issues that are hot and contentious in our country that we get into all the time on this show. It could be stuff that Target supports, or it could be Bud Light, or it could be a number of things. And and you then you look at this stuff. You add this stuff in, and and where you should land, even if you're not on the same side as me or or the crew here or you guys in the audience is. There's a lot of moral debate and discussions going on. This particular pill that's being discussed is is a moral conundrum, right? Now, and for some of you, for, and for me, it's, it's clear as day to me. But between this pill, that this new pill, this new product, and the morning after pill, we have essentially, as a broken-ass society, successfully eliminated consequences for unprotected sex. That's what they're shooting for. Right? And yet, there, uh, there will be a rise in new STDs that are drug-resistant, will be more deadly than AIDS. That sounds awful, and, and I hope... Uh, uh, look, I'm not cheering for any of this stuff, but you've got people who are saying, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to quell this particular problem now. But what ends up happening is things do become more resistant to that. Things... Things pivot and evolve and change, whatever word you want to use, and then new problems crop up. But but the and and to that I would say big pharma and people who are involved in all that are a okay with that, right? In fact, they want that because that just gives them longevity. That gives them the ability to say, okay, cool, here's our new problem set. How do we give, you know, get some money from from this new problem set? How do we defeat that? knowing that something else is going to come down the pike and then we'll do the same thing there. But the bigger issue that I have with all of this is where we've gotten in society is how do I make the decisions that I want to make right now? And then how do I erase that poor decision that I knew was a poor decision the second that I thought about it, the second that I acted on it? How do I erase that from memory? That is not a healthy approach to life. And I get it. Everyone's had those emotions and those feelings, particularly as it comes, you know, with with lust and sex and all of that stuff. Everyone, I think most of us all get that. But there's still ramifications for every, every decision you make, and and we make on an individual level as a, on a societal level. There are benefits and there are drawbacks, and and some sometimes the drawbacks and the negative you know ramifications that come are are really bad, but. We've got a society that wants to fuck around, in this case literally, but not find out, right? That's, that's where we are. But that's not real. That's not real life. And we've got people, in this case in Big Pharma and other, other aspects of the world that we live in, that are saying, it's okay, dear. You keep doing you. You keep doing it. We'll keep making a product that exacerbates the problem, makes it worse for you, makes it worse for the community. Because... You know, again, when it comes to these SDIs and these STDs, it's not just confined to you because if you're making those decisions, then you're taking those and you're spreading them in the community. 
sometimes <laughs> you were going to say something. Go ahead before I say something bad. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. When you were talking about sex without consequences, when I was in my early 20s, that was like the end all goal was you know it, it you just you wanted to be free cuz when you're in your 20s or even as a teenager you're a walking hormone you it, you've got the id the ego the super ego yeah. we have become and the id has to be fed at all time with instant gratification we have turned into a, a society of walking ids with tinder now with this pill but i can guarantee you right now Big Pharma is not in the business of coming up with cures. So if they're coming out right now and saying this prevents syphilis, chlamydia, gonorrhea, whatever else, there's something else waiting in the wings to be unleashed because they need another problem. There is no money in a cure. If there is, their hope is going to be we can keep prescribing this and pre- prescribing this, and we have a never-ending supply of young men who will buy this or o- older men who will buy this. We we don't need, you know, they might say we don't need to come up with something else, but eventually something else will pop out of Lake Victoria like it did with HIV or any other sexually transmitted disease and become the new scourge. The only benefit that I see to this is you take away the weird fetish of bug chasing, <laughs> which is one of the worst of all time. And for those of you who don't know, bug chasing is when somebody actively seeks out to have unprotected sex with somebody with HIV because it increases the the, the riskiness of the act and is somehow much more gratifying. So, <laughs> who, who falls into that category? You would be surprised. I do know somebody who just recently passed away in the last 10 years that had HIV for over 20 years in Hollywood and came from a rather famous family. And there were lots of people in Hollywood who would want to link up with this person knowing that they had HIV just to have sex with them. So it's like a turn on. It's like a risky... Yes. Mm. How far? (laughs) So so to me, that's the benefits of this because it eliminates that horrible fetish. But people like that will always increase the level of kink. Just like you see with people who were into going to Epstein Island, there's always going to be people who in their life are never satisfied with what they have and what they're doing. They always have to increase the risk level to sex to right. be, to make it, to get much more gratification out of it. Yeah. Well, that just happened. Um, <laughs> it, it, but again, it, it, to me, it comes back to this and, it, and it's not just on this issue, it, but it, it, but this is a perfect example of the issue is, not not the bug chasers you're referring to, although they fall into this category too, is everyone wants to play God. Everyone wants to go through life, make the decisions that they want whenever they want to make them without consequence. And and our biggest our our biggest issue, if you boil it down as a country, is well, first and foremost, our biggest issue is our is collectively we have abandoned God. And and politicians, particularly people on the left, but people on the right too have abandoned God and and who we are as a country and how important and what a pillar that is for who we are as a country, what we are as a country. 
But beyond that, you have people who want to 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 play God and make all these determinations. And then we've got people who are saying, yeah, you go girl or you go boy, if they if they're OK with those being genders and and pushing this stuff. And it just it, it, it is it is destroying our country because there's there's no longer punishment or consequences for bad decisions, which we all make. But there but there's 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 none left. It's all just acceptable. It's 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 rewarded. It's applauded. It's seen as it, it, everyone's doing stuff that no one wants their kids to do and then celebrating. It's part of the transhumanist movement that we're going that we're going through. And then it's a, a, a giant pillar of the World Economic Forum. And the frightening part about the transhumanist movement is the belief that you are God, that there right. isn't a higher power that you have to answer to, that human beings have the potential to become their own gods. And therefore, if there are no consequences for any of your actions, like you've just been talking about, you become that God. You are your own master. You don't have to worry about consequences because you're the one who's in charge of your own universe. And to me, that is one of the biggest dangers of the transhumanist movement is that belief that you are God. Yeah, absolutely. See how that ends for you. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's not going to end well. And for the people who are like, I don't believe in God, deep down there's even a little bit of you that's like, but what if? Do you want, I mean, do you want to play those odds? And that's, that's not like some uh, encouraged evangelistic <laughs> tactic there. That's not how you're supposed to do it. But honestly, do you want to play those odds? You want to play God? And then get to the end and be like, oh, crap. Nope. Same reason why I wear a seatbelt. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it doesn't have to always be beating people over the head with the Bible. It, it, it can be just practical, too. Like, are you sure you want to do that? Or are, or are you sure you want to have sex with that person who has AIDS and has told you they have AIDS? Thinking maybe I won't get it. Like that. What? What? What has happened? Roll the dice. <laughs> this, this, this is insane. It's absolutely insane. Uh, I, I'm. I'm not down with it. As you probably is not surprising to you. Uh, I'm pretty. At the end of the day, I'm pretty unconventional in a lot of ways, but I'm very conventional when it comes to some things like this. Not getting AIDS. Not getting AIDS. <laughs> okay, yeah. Not sharing gonorrhea <laughs> with the world. I want to share other things with the world, but not gonorrhea. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's. I feel like there's more to offer. Okay, we're going to wrap things up today and head to the post-show press conference. We got two full days of content coming, though. It's going to be an exciting rest of the week. Again, guys, thank you so much for all of the support and prayers, because I know there's a lot of people who have done it with regards to Shafi, who got asylum in the United States of America Woo. today. Awesome news. Great news. Going to have a few drinks tonight to celebrate that for sure, and then figure out what customs and immigration shit we got to do tomorrow. But awesome news on that front lots of great content coming we're so grateful for you guys being here today chatting and engaging please if you came in late please hit that like button before you head on out today don't and, and you know what beyond that don't head out stay stick around watch rvm roundup uh if you're on my rumble switch over to rvm rumble red voice media just search red voice media you'll see the logo go there watch the live stream because rvm roundup with chad caton is coming up here which i know that you'll love i know that you will enjoy it's hilarious it's funny as always uh we hope that you enjoy that we hope you enjoy all the additional content we're starting to bring you on fridays and saturdays by the way some amazing stuff coming on sundays in the in the near future here tons of stuff happening there for now we're gonna we're gonna bounce we hope to see you tomorrow 
We hope that you have a great night. We got the post-show press conference coming up right now. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport. The new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport electrolyte replacement in one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right. You know, you finish talking about HIV, syphilis, gonorrhea, all that. It's a little off-putting. It's a little different. But it is what it is, right? There's a story out there. We got to talk about it. We're going to talk about stories. We got a lot of stuff in today. We got RFK in. We got Biden to this testimony that's coming to uh, this week, a possible Trump indictment. So many things covered. I feel like we covered a lot of ground, as we should have, over the course of three hours. Um, again, though, the biggest the biggest news to me today was the personal news that we got with uh, with regards to Shafi, which was awesome. So super excited about that. But let's let's get into what you guys want to talk about. Let's take some questions. Yes, senior is Diego. Hey, Diego. His regards to Shafi um, in becoming, you know, seeking asylum. Did, did he f- finally hear the story of Jose? Who's Jose? You know, in the in the national in the national anthem, Jose can use the blind man. Oh, the yeah. Uh, yes. No, um, I don't think that's actually those are just lyrics. I think you've taken out oh. of context. Yeah, but I, I well, he, he's I, I know the song matters to him now, and it's it's certainly important. He's wanted to be an American a long time, and we're now on the the journey to getting there. Uh, Jose, by the way, who you're referencing, who's not a real character, not not an American. Next question, Drew. Gloria Schnapps, Atlanta Gardens and such. There's all this discussion about the possible side effects and bad results that come with the morning after pill. But isn't that obvious? I mean, I think we all get having too much sangria and making bad decisions. But where is the accountability of our nation's youth? Yeah, great question, Gloria. Um, that's kind of where I stand on all this. The morning after pill, this new this new pill that they're putting out there. It's it's more a damn it's it's not there's people celebrating the the ingenuity and the innovation of new science and new pills that that essentially protect people's bad decisions we just talked about it minutes ago it's to me it's more a damnation of where we are as a nation as a society as people who don't want to face the consequences of their bad decisions and i just i think that that's 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 really the story here because that's how we got to where we are as a country is a collective body of people being unaccountable for what they do say think and and that's 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 led us down a treacherous path a path that i i think it's going to be really really hard to get off uh off if 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 i'm being honest so we'll uh we'll we probably won't be talking about that again anytime soon but you're absolutely right i mean that's just that it comes down to you know people got to make decisions the way that they make decisions but you got to understand there's consequences too and taking away consequences uh, is not helpful to to society and mankind writ large. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew, Glenn Marangi, Long Haul Trucker Tribune. Uh, I've got a two-part question for you. Okay. Question number one, can you speak to the tidal pool situation in the pond? Uh, I'm sorry, I talk about the tidal currents in the pond, and if there's a possibility of some sort of undertow in that tidal pond. 
Yeah, so I'll hit the first part, you know, first. Um, no, I, that was my first question. Okay, all right. So that the first question, Glenn, uh, thank you for the question. Uh, I, look, I, everyone described, I said this too, I, I, I realized with, with uh, Tom's Jaws reference that but some people call ponds and lakes and things different. So I've not been to this particular location. I've never been invited to Obama's, uh, you know, um, estate there. So... So I, I don't know if this is truly a pond, as most of us in America think, or if it's a pond that's that's more connected to an ocean where you could have some other stuff, including tidal pools, including, you know, Atlantic Ocean um, wildlife that would be in there. So there's a lot of unknowns with this. But the bottom line, I'll say this. I, I don't know the, the, the particulars of the tidal pool situation there, Glenn. I will I will say this, though. What I do know is there is a is a complete shortage of information as it pertains to this event and the tragic death uh, of, of the Obama chef. And what's going to happen when you have that is you're going to have information fill the room like like a, a pond being filled up with water or a, a pool being filled up with water. And, and that's what's happening right now. There's a ton of speculation. There's no no questions. There's there's reports of uh, potentially um, uh, you know something to do with a male partner and it becoming a suicide. There's all sorts of stuff. And all those things are going to catch wings as much as the, you know, some, some of them are, are going to obviously be totally laughable and not true, but they're going to catch, catch fire and they're going to catch some legs because, because there's this complete and total lack of information. But, but let's get to the second part of your question. Second part of the question is why did it take so long for the Edgerton fire department, get their boats in the water and try and look for this guy? Uh, great question. I mean, you're 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 as as usual, Glenn. You're one of the few people in this this press corps that acts actually asks decent questions. Uh, I I don't know. I, I there's there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of speculation as to why that could be the case. I, I I don't have a good answer for you, or we'd probably be breaking some story that no one else is talking about here. But it's 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 deeply concerning that you had another paddleboarder out there who who didn't help, doesn't have any information. The fire department was called late. And we're all just ex expected to be like, okay, let's move on, uh, which a lot of people will. Sadly, a lot of people will. But uh, I, I don't have a, a specific answer to that question, but I appreciate it. Do we, do we have any more? Good afternoon, Drew. Myers Graham Bowie here with the Gold Coast Gazette. My question to you is I want to know about the uh, doxy pep pill that, that, that keeps people from getting the gonorrhea and the vd and i guess my question would be when myrtle and i got married uh she of course was my betrothed and we we tied the knot and the the first time that the the meyer snake entered into myrtle's throw-up cave that's too much yep it was magical and i just can't understand why people nowadays would jump right to the consummation of a marriage instead of waiting some time until it's right, like on your honeymoon or your the, the night of your wedding. But moreover, I see other people like in the villages who are contracting these VDs and this seems like it's just going to add to 
the the promiscuity that's going on there with you know the wife swapping and, and you know how the folks ride around in their golf carts and they look at the front doors to see if the pineapples are upside down to know if they're swingers or not and do you think that there will be a point where there'll be these these like super VDs that will take over and 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 men's penises might fall off. <laughs> well, Myers, that's that. I mean, first of all, you're absolutely right about the villages. The villages are a, a unique sample case with as it pertains to all of this stuff because they are a randy bunch down there. They're just getting after it, and they're probably going to be big consumers of this new pill, this new product, because they love to, as as I was saying, and 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 you were alluding to get after it i mean the, the highest std rate in the country in a retirement community which is which is its own story but i i i, I it is going to lead to more promiscuity it's going to lead to more people taking a less traditional route to 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 sex and to marriage and all of those things and and that's a problem and as a consequence so societally speaking we're going to have that problem culturally we're going to have a more morally depraved society and that could sound prudish, and you could say, oh, that's too old-fashioned, but, but that's, that's, that's the truth. We're going to have issues with that. And then and as a secondary consequence to all of this, you're going to have, I think, perhaps as, as weird as your discussion points and analogy uh, was there, you're going to have superbugs. You're going to have things, strains that become more resistant to these different antibiotics, these different pills that are going to rise up. And that's going to cause significant problems for people who are being super promiscuous. And it's also going to cause big paydays for, for pharma, for big pharma, who's all too excited about new problems that they can uh, address, but more importantly, in their case, create and, and, and then address. So there's, there's so many issues with all of it. Um, I, I appreciate the question. I think... Um, yeah. It was it was interesting. Uh, it was it's always interesting with you guys in this this press corps here. Uh, I feel like the world throws a lot of things my way. The stories we talk about on a daily basis are crazy. They're insane. And then the show's done, and it's a, it's it should be a sigh of relief. And I step into this room with you crazy bitches, and it just gets it just gets weirder uh, by the second. But we'll do it again. We'll keep doing it, right? Because this is my job. That's your job. So we'll look forward to seeing you guys at Press Corps tomorrow. We'll look forward to seeing the audience tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. See you soon. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status visit protect 
www.wealthpromotionsoftoday.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.